0: Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the but dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Yeah! On, get mad, Bob. Yo, Bobby! What, Bob? 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 Ah, Bob?
1: Bob? Bob? Over here! Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation and his jokes are terrible
0: i'm just a man same as you are you're not a man you're a bishop for god's sakes
2: there is no god wow
0: you're on the air sled god <laughs>
2: What's up, booby?
0: Hey, uh, real quick, not to pirate radio into here, but we talked about painting for like two hours in the beginning of this. So there's a little interruption. I'm going to give you a nice transition into the later part of the conversation. If you want to go back and listen to the first part, go for it. But it's a lot of fucking painting. So... Uh, is my buddy Red. He's also a painter, which is why we geeked out and enjoy.
2: I fly like people get high life pains. If you catch me at the border, I'll go visit them and If you come around here, I'll make a move. This is Red's favorite song. <laughs> Fuck
0: that! I was gonna tell doc- you, His doctor had doctor had more fucking money than he knew what to do with. Well, you'd be surprised. My dad, uh, you remember Cecil Lyon? That was the lion the hunter fucking killed, and all these people were pissed about for. Oh yeah 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 yeah. My dad worked yeah. for the company who built this fucking house. My dad poured that guy's foundation. <laughs> and they yeah, built yeah. they built his uh his actual practice, his his uh, you know, build his his dentist practice office. They fucking built that for him too. So um, you know, through Hell the whole yeah. through the Hell whole yeah. time my dad was talking shit, but he was also like, that was the first time my dad ever realized how powerful social media was where he was like right are there are there really people that mad i go oh dude like you've pissed off the nation with like this story like that dude that dude is fucked and then uh you know come to find out and i already knew people started going after the company my dad worked for because the guy i helped to move uh buffalo heads uh, one of them I helped at one point in my Damn. life move a top three South African buffalo, water buffalo, uh, uh, head. You know, because his his daughter had shot like a top five fucking kill. Um, so I was moving Damn. it. He's you know he's like, hey, 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 careful around the ears, man. And I was like, holy fuck, you're you're holding them. <laughs> I mean, you're holding the buffalo's fucking head, man. I was like, it's you walk right. above this guy's garage was two uh, what i could assume was like alley long fucking uh shelves of just fucking mounts of just regular like mounts you'd see in like dude's cab cabins that they would like be like a proud of right yeah you go into the dude's house there was a jaguar or not a jag yeah i think a jag with his like paw hanging over the wall and he had the whole tree branch where it looked like the jag was still sitting in it fucking hanging out in the jungle you put your feet up. Damn. You put your feet up, and it's about yay fucking big. It's pretty big, you know. You're like, what the fuck is this? It was an elephant's right. foot. I was resting my feet on an elephant's fucking foot. They made like a coffee
2: table, he, like end uh, table no, thing. He, out a, of
0: a, your own footstool. So you put your like a like a fucking ottoman. Oh shit. Like a personal ottoman out of elephant's feet. Like I know that's not cool. This motherfucker paid every right amount of money to fucking have that, though. You know? I mean, he, he was a well, serious I mean, that,
2: hunter. That's pretty cool, though.
0: It's cool. Wait, I, mean, so, I, I would own it. I
2: would own it. I just wouldn't tell anybody I
0: had it. Of course, when you have an elephant's foot, the, what, I guess what you have to say is flip it around. So you flip it around, and he goes, you can tell how old the elephant is by the wrinkles in the in the callus of the feet. So I'm looking at I'm what? like, dude, bro, this dude was wild. Like this dude, like I said, this this is like one of those. Like, you go to South Africa and they give you a fucking menu and say, Sir, what would you like to kill today? You know, you could go for tiger, you know, and you'll probably get one.
2: What?
0: Yeah, yeah. Damn. This dude was sick. This dude was sick. This is also the same guy. This is the same guy who told me he put a couch in the back of an old ice cream truck, and in the '70s drove around from South Dakota, North Dakota, and Minnesota. And he said we fucked any pussy that would get in that fucking ice cream truck. Damn, we
2: used to paint out of an ice cream truck like that's what's up, van kind of deal. That's what's up. Borat paint out of
0: one of those. Borat traveled the country in in a fucking ice cream truck. Um, Hell yeah. No, this one dude though. My boss goes. uh... He goes, I, I hooked, hooked up I, He goes, I hooked up with one of the first black chicks at NDSU, which is North Dakota State University. And right. uh, I was like, I know I'm fucking seventeen to the time, eighteen years of the time. I go, that's cool, man. And goes, he goes, and I tell you what, that black lady pussy, amazing. The only thing is, man, those fucking hairs are stuck in your teeth. And it you know, it takes you, you know, <laughs> at that age, some of that shit done hit. <laughs> As a Damn. grown, as a grown man, when you're doing the, p- p- you're fucking sitting there. You're like, oh, okay, this is what Roy was talking about. Good shit. Hell yeah. No man, I get you. Uh, are we at that point where we've probably uh, called here? And I don't, I, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, up uh, to you, buddy. It's Your show. I know. I'm, I'm an asshole. I'll keep going, but also I don't know when to quit. I'm like a heroin addict, except for podcasts and men. Um.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's whatever, dude.
0: No, I got you. Um, we'll call it, man. We'll call it. I'll uh, w- I f- I'll fuck. See, what I what I need to have you back on though is uh, I feel like two painters got to finally fucking converge in podcast world. We need to get off the the paint and get back into fucking uh, like uh, I don't know. I, I i not that I feel bad. It's just like we're. All, I know that's a niche of hearing guys be like, no, man, the th- the two and a half inch slash is like. That's <laughs> Only so many people can hear that and understand it and go, all right, all right, I'll wait for the funny. I'll wait for the funny. No, it was – good, dude, I love talking to you. That was fucking sick though. I haven't talked to a painter like that, you know?
2: Conversation is conversation, dude. doesn't matter what the content is. If the conversation good, I'll talk to you about anything.
0: Oh, for sure. It doesn't matter
2: what the fuck it is.
0: For sure. Well, the fact that, like I said, you, you get all the paint stuff out of the way. It's like the conversations only go out from there because as a mutual interest, you have to talk shop. But it's, like, it's the conversations right. you learn to have after, like, on the job site while you're painting where it's, like, all right, we've painted the same walls the same fucking way. I put on the same fucking color three times. Now I'm fucking over it. Yep. What, okay, what can I say to you that's going to make you fucking stop painting to fucking laugh? Like, that, you know, it's in there somewhere. You just got to dig into it. It's like, fuck yeah. Well,
2: it was funny because when I heard um, Jody and all them talking about Bobby Boucher and all this kind of shit. And, you know, Waterboy is a great movie. You know, it's, mm-hmm.
0: it's, it is modeled you know, it after that.
2: Interest. Yeah, it's, it piqued my interest. I was like, that sounds like, that's a pretty cool name for a show, I guess. So then I checked it out. It was funny. And then Jody said he'd went on your show from Poe Boys over there, Jody. And, uh, you know, next thing I know, you're in the group. Next thing I know, I'm listening to Jody's show and he you're on his show and you are talking. I'm watching your show. We got to converse. I found out that you were a painter. That automatically... Just oh shit I ain't never met another painter that podcast you know, that's, that's what I'm saying
0: it's, it's like a unicorn
2: yeah you gotta you gotta <laughs> talk shop man you got you gotta you gotta get into it we, we, I mean we can we can do this again <clears throat> sorry about that we can do this again and uh talk about something else no we no already got the shop talk out of we already got the shop talk out of way for sure we got the jargon down we know what we're talking about so
0: no we we'll yeah. talk about something else next you, got, time. you, guys you guys need
2: are... to come on. You need to come on Shitty Song of the Week and let's talk about some shitty music. That's what we need to
0: do. I'm gonna uh, can I can I tell you well, right, so you gotta tell me the rules real quick. You gotta tell me the rules. Cause I, I right. told you I have a song that you were talking about obscure. I think I out of the out of the many episodes you have, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think you've played this song. Can is it against the rules for me to tell you the name of this song, or is it you like the the shock factor of hearing the song for the first time?
2: Well, how does how does your show work we, better? Here, here's what here's what we do. Me and my co-host, we uh, decide on a genre. We normally try to keep it rock, country, pop, and rap. But there's subgenres of that. We veer off the path a little bit, but we try to keep those basic genres in mind whenever we pick our for songs. Sure, but for sure, um, we decide on a genre. Um, you know, kind of stay close within the year that the song came out. I mean, we we, we veer way off of that path a lot, but sometimes it works out the where it's close in age or whatever. But we pick two shitty songs of of whatever genre, and Brandon, the, the other guy, will uh my co- the other co host will plead his case about his song and give you uh shitty points about it, parts of it that are terrible, the lyrics, the music, the arrangement, the video, the this, wh- whatever it is. And, I, you know, I will then uh, and, and we listen to the song live real time on YouTube and we go through it and we pick it apart. And then I would do the same thing. And then we at the end of the episode, we tell you we have a poll that we put out on shitty song show and we put that. Those two songs, you know, on a poll and the listener gets to pick, the listener gets to pick which one is the shittiest after listening to us plead our cases about each song.
0: Okay. Yeah. At the,
2: at the end of that, of the end of that poll week, we take the winner of that poll, we put it on a list and those songs at the end of the year around Thanksgiving get put on a master list and we bracket style these songs down head to head and come up with a shitty song of the year. It's a huge production. We had nine or 10 people streaming with us last year. It was a full production. We did, it was a four hour run episode. I mean, it was a four hour run ordeal. We broke it up into two episodes. It normally gets broken up into two or three episodes, but we have a website, shitty song. Show. You've heard me say it three or four times. There's, you know, links to the, uh, Patreon on there. There's, uh, uh, We have videos now that you can watch. There's the voting tab where you vote every week. We have uh, a tab on there to pre-order the new card game I was talking about called Killing Babies. Yeah, Uh, We're we're taking pre-orders for that right now. Um, But it's just, it's a fun way to talk about music and shit on it and find music that you've never heard before. Find artists on YouTube that have a hundred views, five views. I mean, we've found music before that we were actually the first people to watch it and click on it. Damn. Yeah. You know, we've been the first yeah, we've been the first people to ever hear it. That's so, rough. you know, we we try to stay mainstream. You know, so what so the whole so the whole idea is to find a really terrible song, Bob the worst song you've ever heard doesn't matter you just as long as you tell us what the genre is ahead of time we don't want to know the song
0: that's yeah. going to be a surprise yeah. you know what i mean oh man
2: it's the element of surprise we used to tell we used to tell one another the songs but the whole element of surprise
0: makes is for a lot better content as you receive yeah it. the
2: contents there it makes for a better conversation because no, neither one of us know what they're bringing you know yeah so i'm so just, excited
0: i'm so excited to show you dude when I when I when I started sending you genres and I was like oh, it says hip hop rap and then I was like oh no it says crunk core I was like oh no this not even like and when you started giving me what you thought crunk core was I was like that's not what this is like this no when the, you said
2: like uh, trap rap crunk whatever it is you said
0: yeah I immediately went to
2: ninety five south the whoop there it is shit that's crunk trap. Yeah, crunk rap or whatever the fuck it's called. That's the first like, like Little John. That's the first thing I thought
0: of. It's so. I I mean, it's but it's it's,
2: crunk core. Crunk core is emo rap or something,
0: right? Yeah, very much so. And like, yeah, ah, dude. I mean, I can't. I can't wait for you to be like, what? What is wrong with you? Like, how have you not shot up?
2: Tell me this. Just one question: Is it a popular band or is it somebody I've never heard of?
0: Probably never heard of. Um, I. I only know... Is it, is it on YouTube? Is it on YouTube? You could find it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. As long um, as we
2: can get it on YouTube, we're good. I'm
0: sure you could. Um, I haven't looked it up, but you can find it on Apple, which I imagine they have to have it on YouTube. Uh, but right. but uh, you know, the the chick I was hooking up with, she was a mess. So like I'll tell you the whole story. Hold on a I, minute. I'll hold on, you, hold, on, hold you, on, hold, uh, hold yeah, on, hold on, hold bad, on, My don't, bad, my bad.
2: Don't, 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 don't tell me this yet.
0: I got you. I don't you. want to hear about it yet. I got you. It's got to be on your podcast. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. No, I feel you. That's why, no, and that's why it's like, I, I want to know if it is popular. I'll be excited to hear if people know who it is or not. But judging by the fact of what you've listened to on job sites, and even if you've been through uh, Shitty Song of the Week, I'm guessing I'm going to hit you with something you haven't heard of, and you're going to be like, so yo. So the
2: only, like, crunk core emo rap thing that I can think of that was brought <coughs> recently is a band that was brought last year. They go by the name Broken
0: Side. Okay, thank God. If it was the band, I already fucking thought of. I was like, no. no and they
2: ha- and they had a song called Freaks. And I don't know if it's actually Crunk Core. It's like Trap Emo. I don't know. It's weird. How old is uh, it? If you, uh, mid two thousands, maybe. I, I know. If it. you go back, if you if you, if you go it. back in the catalog, if you go back in the catalog, a shitty song of the week, you could find it's it's a a band called Broken Side.
0: I think I know it.
2: And his song is called "Freaks with Three X's."
0: I think I put it and on it my. Was, I think I put it on my MySpace profile. <laughs> it's the perfect
2: MySpace profile song.
0: I'm pretty sure. I think, dude, uh, I might. I might know that one. I got. I, I got into some p- pretty obscure music. Not obscure music, but I. I was like, if a chick is gonna let me, uh if, if a chick's gonna let me pay attention to her, um, and and all I have to do is listen to this bullshit song, I'll fucking. Right. I'm the number one fucking fan.
2: Dude, I've listened to some horrible music <laughs> trying to get pussy before.
0: <laughs> I to I've, toler- I've tolerated
2: wet. the, I've tolerated the broest of country music just to get my fingers
0: wet. Dude. Just just to get a witness of some bush. Just, Fuck yeah.
2: Yeah, J- just to touch it one time. I've listened to some terrible country music. Oh yeah, but it was all all for the sake of pussy. That's it.
0: Well, I know you're yeah. not a bro country. So what? What's uh? Hold on, let me ask if uh Joe is it Joe Nichols? Uh, is is that uh? No. No. Is no. that tequila makes your clothes fall off guy?
2: No. Yeah. I mean, I, look, <coughs> here, here it is in a nutshell.
0: <coughs> well, I said that because there's a lyric that goes with it. That's, so that's what I'm trying to say. It's not, not necessarily that song, but uh, go on.
2: Here it is in a nutshell. Outlaw Country. Jody from Poe Boys. Jody mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. call me a, a, a country music purist. Okay. So Outlaw Country is my heart and soul. Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, David Allen Coe, you know, all the outlaw, co- Johnny Cash, all the outlaw country artists, right? All of those, and 90s country, Joe Diffie, you know, uh, 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 what was the, oh shit, I can't even, Tracy Lawrence and all them, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the 90s country music. I can get down with that because I was raised in the nineties. You know, I was a teenager in the nineties and that's what they played on the radio. And that's what I had interactions with girls at skating rings and out in the woods at keg parties and shit. That's what we listened to. Cause that was the going thing. That was what was popular then. Yeah. Reba McIntyre, you know what I mean? Shit like that. So, you know, bro country, pop country, whatever you want to call it. That's not country music to me. Yeah. That's the, ab- that's an, ab- that's an abomination. So Joe that's Nichols is bad. Music. Yeah, I mean, that song's funny, it's comical, it's got its things, you know what I mean? If I if I hear it, I'm not going to turn it off, because it is kind of comical,
0: you know what I mean? Not, but it,
2: it's it's a bad song, it's no, a bad song. For
0: sure, no, but I was trying to think, like, I was trying to see if you knew if that was the right artist and what. because he has a song, I believe, that talks about, Um, yeah, like, because uh, we were talking about, I'll listen to anything, you know, if a chick's letting me fucking, you know, look at her private parts, he has that song where it's like, she put a little something on that, like... The, the lyric, I'm trying to fucking remember the lyric now, but it's like essentially the chick puts on a little something that's like too poppy for him. But because he wants to get her, he wants to get, you know, with her, he's like, yeah, this is all right. You know, the whole time she's offering him fruity no drinks. Idea. Okay, never mind. I'm gay. I
2: know, I know, I know Joe Nichols wrote, I know Joe Nichols did the uh, 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 tequila makes her clothes fall off.
0: Right. And that's, and that's, yeah, that's his big song. Yeah. um yeah. I, Whatever you. Yeah,
2: I'm just, you know, Jody calls me a purist because I was raised on that shit. And that's the only thing that I like. Like he, he gives me shit about not liking new, some of this new country that he jams to. And I just can't get into it because that's not what I like. Right. I just don't like that pop bro country shit. Country music is supposed to be country music. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what kind of tractor you drive or if it's sexy. Yeah, for or, sure. Or, you know, about your big fucking truck or what. I don't give a fuck about that. I want to hear about the pain and the heartache and the drinking and the fucking boozing and the party. That's country music. That's outlaw. That's good country music to
0: me. No, I feel you. I feel you. Hank
2: Williams Jr. You know what I mean? Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams, all those old outlaw, you know, old school country music. That's country music. This Hell shit yeah. out today is not country music.
0: No, all. I get you. I get you. No, the, and the lyric, I found it. So it's on Yeah by Joe Nichols and, and we are talking about it. It's, uh, she bought, she brought me a cup and I tried it a little fruity and she asked if i liked it so i said yeah and then it's like yeah 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 and then she goes then she played me some band on her ipod kind of hit me uh hippie and i thought nah (laughs) but i said yeah 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 what the
2: fuck's country about that
0: it's not and when you hear it it's a little better than me fucking saying it but in my head that was the first thing i thought of was like this dude being like yeah, fuck you, hippie shit. But if you're willing yeah, to have sex, yeah, bring with
2: that, bring that shit to, to to shitty song of the week.
0: Okay. Bring that shit. <laughs> no, no, no. This. Yeah. I actually, I'll, I'll give you the comparison, and I want to see, because 'cause I'll bet you the one, the other one I have, you'll look at me and go, the fuck, bro. How were you not like cutting someone's head off by fucking like 17 when you were listening to that, trying to finger a chick at fucking 15? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'd be like, "What the fuck?" Is Jody, wrong with Jody
2: you? came. Jody came on. Jody came on Shitty Song of the Week one time and brought Leonard Skinner's Freebird to Shitty Song of the Week, no. and had a <laughs> fucking case for your ass. He will. He'll, he'll. He'll. fucking die on that hill by himself. But he will tell you up and down, and and have some great points that. Freebird is a terrible song.
0: What did I... Well, I
2: not, not that it's a terrible song, but it's repetitive, it's boring, it's it's not as great as you think it is, Yeah, deal, you
0: know what I mean? One of the funniest podcast jokes I ever heard was, you can only, uh, as a grown man, try to roll out of a parking lot, timed out to Freebird's chorus so many times before you look like you're trying. And I was like, God, <laughs> fucking damn it, is that not the funniest fucking observation Hell ever. Yeah
2: um <laughs> yeah but, but that's where the name that's where the name of the card game came from that we have called killing babies whenever somebody brings a song to the show of a band that we like or a song that we like or we have a connection to and they bring a song like that to the show that's called killing a baby for us because those songs that we hold dear those bands that we like are babies to us so when somebody brings it to the show they're killing a baby uh-huh have you ever jody jody is the baby killer he brings fucking popular songs that you know and love all the time that's why we call him the baby killer and that's kind of where the name came from jody kind of coined that term as killing babies so that's that's the whole thing behind you know bringing songs that we love and that's where the name of the uh card games came from
0: shitty song show damn has uh have yeah. have you ever done a themed episode of just an entire uh um just an entire act or a band that you would fucking hate you know what i'm saying like
2: uh we do like a couple years ago we we got into doing like album reviews okay of like different of like just popular stuff on the radio that came just just came out or an old, old album of somebody or we even put out uh on twitter that if there was a local regional band that wanted us to check their music out we would give it a full run through and listen to it and give us give everybody our complete fucking you know take on it or whatever and we had this band i don't even remember the name of the band now brandon's probably going to kill me when he hears this but i can't remember the name of the band but it was like hard like hard rock kind of doom rock kind of shit and it was it was bad it was bad but we we do you know not really fully themed i mean our, our our episodes are genre themed every week but we do like Patreon episodes of like the obscure shit or a topic of one particular song or something like that. But normally the weekly episodes are genre themed rock, pop, country rap or sub genres of those four main genres. But the Patreon is where we do the album reviews and, uh, breaking down, like, music that we don't bring to the normal show that's just really too shitty for the main show. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for, sure. like, for sure. Like, five views or ten views or a hundred views. We bring shit like that, and we'll theme those sometimes. But we don't normally theme, like, main episodes normally.
0: No, you're good. I was going to say, because uh, Bruce Springsteen as a whole, that motherfucker, he can get it. He can get these hands.
2: Funny story. <clears throat> Two years ago, not last year, but year before, Bruce Springsteen won Shitty Song of the Year by
0: default. As deserved. He hasn't made one song that makes him a legitimate songwriter in his own life. You remember that
2: song? uh, Remember that song? uh, Because the night belongs to lovers. Because the night belongs to us. I think, uh, I can't remember who done it. Damn it. I can't call the fucking name. But, uh, 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 uh. Bruce Springsteen wrote the song originally, right? Somebody else covered it or, you know, bought it, leased it, however they did it and they recorded it and made it popular. Yeah. So Bruce Springsteen seen that there's money to be made off the song, so he recorded it himself, which he wrote the song. He has all right to, but it's a fucking shit heap version of a song. After hearing (laughs) the one that's so popular, you know, that's made all the money and been on all the radio stations, he just shit the bed with this one, like big time. And it lucked its way through all the rounds of shitty song of the week a couple of years ago. And because the night by Bruce Springsteen won shitty song of the year, Brandon's not happy about it. And, you know, we had a, a couple uh, guest judges that help us judge the songs and all this. So it's as fair as fair can get. It just Bruce Springsteen lucked his way on through and he actually won shitty song of the year.
0: That's That's what makes you in my eyes, a legitimate show because fuck Bruce Springsteen. I okay. fucking hate, <laughs> I fucking, I'm so glad he got picked up for a DUI. Fuck you, Bruce. Yeah. Like, no offense, dude. Yeah. Fuck you. I hate it. McCar-
2: Paul McCartney won last year.
0: I, I. He's dead, so I. I can't be mad at that. No, he's not. Well, Paul Cartney's not dead. That, that's the that's the conspiracy. Well, theory that's the guy. rumor
2: that he's dead, and they replaced him with somebody else that looks like.
0: And him. in one of Paul his music, McCartney's not technically dead. In one of his music I, videos, he does die, and he sees himself off the. You know, he's looking on the rest of his life outside of his body. You know, what's that about? Look, Who knows? Dude, I
2: will put my I will put my tinfoil hat on with you all day long and talk conspiracy theories.
0: That's our next podcast. That's our next podcast. Fuck painting and we go conspiracy theories. We throw one at yeah. each other like what we you think know, we hear yeah, on the dude, job gotta, site.
2: Whenever we done the uh Paycheck and Red podcast, me and Paycheck covered a lot of conspiracy theories. Dude, we done a whole series on nothing, like 20, 10, 15, 20 episodes on That's nothing sick. but conspiracy theories.
0: That's yeah. sick. I never really get into them because I can't like get somebody to buy in and be funny, funny with me. Like even if I start getting oh. onto it, I need someone to play in with me. Instead, they'll be like, "I voted for the Democrats. You can't be saying this right now." It's like, shut the fuck up. Let me rant and fucking tell me fuck off. That's what I need.
2: You want some good? You want some good conversation? Let's talk about flat Earth one time.
0: Ah, uh, dude, I'm a, I'm into. Uh, there's an entire cities under the earth. I'm into. I'm into. They can make eight mile wide tunnels a day with lasers. They're shooting through mountains making fucking colonies inside the mountains my guy i'm into some so shit you believe,
2: so you believe in the like? you believe in like inner earth and all that shit you right?
0: talking about the gray are you talking about the mole yeah. people are you talking about the 27 layers of crust underneath like california
2: right i'm now? talking about inner i'm talking about inner earth that is millions and millions of years old with creatures and nephilim giants and all kinds of shit that we've never seen yeah a whole we're like, different a whole separate like ecosystem inner earth
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into that i'm into that there's something about uh if you look at w- like the the biggest pore next to the 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 fucking hoover dam is like uh it's like in california and it's like under the getty museum and supposedly there's like Multitude of layers of of colonies of of like Nazi fucking you know whatever, and then you get into like fucking uh, mole people. There's like the entirety of like what you're kind of talking about, where like there's just we think we're like on, on this crust of like lava, where it's like nah, motherfucker. Like there's just Dude, like
2: it's weird you say that because I ran across an article the other day, <clears throat> and we're running long, getting off topic, whatever you want to call it. I I love, this is where I
0: loved the it. Fuck the I American ran across talk. an
2: article. <laughs> I ran across an article the other day that says and I'm paraphrasing here of course because I can't remember I was the whole article but that history is being covered up in layers and that's what archaeologists are finding when they dig shit up is the layers of of society that have been covered up over the years and years and years that's why when they go to Egypt and they go to you know other parts of these weird ass places and they dig up like columns that are etched out of a fucking mountainside or you've got the fucking straw hut in the middle of a fucking grass field in Ireland that's cobblestone and hay and all kind of shit on the top. But when you cut down into it and dig around it, it's floors and floors and floors and buildings. And you dig a hundred yards this way or a hundred yards that way. And it's bigger buildings that have been floored up and layered and covered up with dirt over the years. Mm -hmm. And recently, and recently the Easter Island heads that stick up out of the ground that are all witch away and all that they've dug those up and they're actually full statues that have been covered up with earth and now just the heads are sticking out of them but they're full statues underneath yeah they're huge covered up yeah that have been covered up with layers and layers of history and just covered it up and started anew with a different society as the dirt and the things grow up and yeah, Graham Hancock. Wind, wind moves, winds move dirt around and erosion and all that shit, and they just build on top of shit that's just so deep down, deep, 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 there's a whole different set of shit that we haven't even dug and got to yet. Mud floods. Yeah. <laughs> that, like uh, Pompe, like Pompeii and shit.
0: Yeah, whoa. that shit got
2: ashed over and covered up, and now they can't fucking find
0: it. Well, they or talk. They have
2: found- that's oh, wait a minute. That's Atlantis. Never mind.
0: Yeah, no, they t- they talk about like uh, Tartari- Tartaria. You know what I'm talking about? The the yep. the empire. Um, the mud floods yep. were like. It-, it doesn't matter if you're in. Uh, China, if you're in uh, the Middle East, if you're in uh, fucking uh, whatever, uh, uh, Brazil, Mexico, wherever, the, the idea and the story of a great flood coming and washing away most of the earth is a thing. Like you know what I'm saying, so like whether it's Noah and fucking Ark or or whatever, there is a depiction of something that fucking washed, which means yeah, mud flood. You know, I live in Minnesota. Supposedly, a mile long fucking iceberg moved its way across Minnesota, which is why it's so fucking flat. It's like if that can fucking happen, what can't stop from like a little you know all this shit about yeah the fucking polar caps, whatever. Uh, something could fucking happen. Check it out. Here's a, here's a high events. thought.
2: Here's a high thought for you. I like that. So we found dinosaur bones, and dinosaurs are a thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So who came up with the noise that dinosaurs make? Because nobody was around to hear the noises that they made. So who came? Who came up with that?
0: Right. So Jurassic Park faked it right like jurassic park put an idea in our heads that that's what they sound like but it, no one fucking knows
2: well you you've heard like noises that reptiles make like komodo dragons and all these other like roadrunner lizards and all this kind of shit they have like a screechy kind of
0: kind of yeah, noise to it's them, more bird I mean? like yeah
2: right so so you're saying jurassic park is is the one that planted the seed and gave it that reptilian screamy screechy growl kind of thing so you're, you're blaming that on Jurassic Park
0: I would say that that's what when people think of dinosaurs the first thing they're going to think of is either land before time or fucking Jurassic Park and no offense Littlefoot little foot wasn't walking around going <laughs> you know what I'm saying so like you, you you've got that idea imprinted in your head that they fucking you know Rah! fucking shit right. yeah. yeah 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 sorry but I mean, okay. you know, that's, that's what I would think of, but, like, really, I think it would sound like, you remember when uh, when uh, you would throw a Pokemon out, and they'd be like, ring, like, that kind of thing? No, you never no. played Pokemon never, on never, the Game never, Boy? never
2: did Pokemon. Nope, nope, never did Pokemon.
0: The shitty old Game Boy, went like, you know, it only had, like, four sounds for every Pokemon you threw out there. It would just be this kind of, like, weird, fucked-up dial tone. And that's kind of what I think dinosaurs sounded like. I think they tried to figure out and go back and that, you know, they were like, oh, the DNA we found from a fucking whatever goddamn throat uh, more sounded like a shriek than it did a roar, you know, kind of like they're like, oh, shit, maybe the dinosaurs were covered in feathers and not like, you know, scaly skin and shit. It's kind of fucked up. I don't know. I, I always think it's funny. Somehow you have fossils, so somehow you have fossils of dinosaurs, but also the fossils of dinosaurs are what we're using for oil. It's like, that's weird that there's like...
2: Eventually that's going to run out, though.
0: Well, I mean, don't we have fossils? Can we just make that into oil?
2: I I think, well, no, I think I heard somebody say one time that there's enough fossil fuel in, in the Earth to sustain the globe for like... If everybody used fossil fuel and there wasn't electricity and all that, just fossil fuels and just as a whole, there's enough to sustain the the earth for a few hundred thousand years. So if, if nobody, if, if, if like only partial partial areas of the globe are using fossil fuels, then we've got an unlimited supply because everybody's not using, if, if, if a full entire globe is using fossil fuels, We've got a few hundred thousand years worth of it. But if everybody's not using it, then we've pretty much got an unlimited supply of it. That's why there are people that are against, you know, renewable resources and there are people that are for it because eventually it'll, it'll, it'll run out. Yeah.
0: You know, well it's like the if joke.
2: everybody if everybody gets on it
0: we had a i had a dude uh you know not even a sign is just a random guy who was like a fucking english teacher but he was like uh showing us he's like tell me what's more recyclable and friendly uh hummer uh fucking prius everyone's you know prius and the guy goes all right let's see what you can recycle on a prius and it was like 40 percent of the car you can recycle the rest of it is waste right. that like you cannot get rid of And the guy was like, you can, you can waste 93% of a Hummer, you know? So he's like the emissions they put out. Sure. He goes, but what about the fucking, you know, what it costs to get that battery and all that shit. It's like, damn.
2: Well, yeah, it costs more to sustain an electric car than it does a gas powered engine because of the battery cells and the, it doesn't put off any kind of byproduct like exhaust or anything, but the shit that runs those batteries and the gels and the salts and the, you know, the acids and all that shit that run those batteries are terrible for the earth
0: and to power those batteries you still need coal or fucking oil-based fucking you know yeah yeah that's crazy yeah it it, the, the crazy thing too is uh what was i gonna say here um the fucking, uh, God damn it, I had something that was cool, and now I fucking, I completely lost it. <laughs> I started going to being like, God damn, the Rockefellers and their petrol-based fucking materials. God damn it, motherfuckers. No. Um, yeah. I know, right? No. That's that's another podcast for sure, man. Um, Dude, Fred, I want to say thank you for coming on, dude. Um, Yeah, man. <sighs> had we had a, ha-
2: lot, a lot of fun over here.
0: Well- and that's the hard part is I, I usually stay true to my word on, on not editing podcasts, but there's so much paint stuff. I don't know. I might fuck around with that a little bit, but um, I do love it too much that you, <laughs> you might, you, you'll probably be like, oh, he's going to edit something. And then also it's like, oh, he put out the full two and a half hours of fucking podcast. Like sometimes it's hey, more look, fun. Dude,
2: the, the, the raw is the best episodes. Yeah. You know the technical fuck ups, the jokes that are made in the in between, all the raw shit and the jokes that are said that are not supposed to be put on the on the mic. All that shit's funny, dude.
0: Yeah, for sure. Keep it,
2: use it. You know what I mean. Keep no. it and use it. I, f- I just feel I bad. I, at- I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with you keeping anything I said here
0: tonight. Okay? No, no, there's nothing no bad. Problem. Most of it was about us talking about fucking sash tools and paint. Like that's why I say like. Dude, I think you'd be surprised. It's like an hour and a half of us being like, "Well, I, I like to fucking use this." It's like, "Oh no, oh no." That's my biggest fear is I've let too many people in on my inside. This is this is my livelihood. Now they know how I paint. They can really judge me as a man.
2: No, man, it is what it is. That's how I make a living It's how I feed my family. You know, yeah, not a lot no, of people you. talk about that. Not, not a lot of people talk about the inside shit.
0: Well, you'd be surprised you how know? many people might find not that lot- interesting. You know.
2: Yeah, not a lot of people, you know, get into the ins and outs of owning a business and the, the bullshit job site funny shit or, or you know, going look at a job and something funny happens with a home on. I mean, nobody hears that shit because you don't get to tell anybody about it except for the people that were there. Oh, yeah. Let me shop t- talk is the shit, man. I love talking. I love talking shop. That's fun as fuck.
0: I wanted to tell this before with Jody B and I never did. Dude, let me tell you, um, we had to paint a fucking main level of a house, right? And the upstairs, uh, my, mm-hmm. my buddy's painting, you know, he's taped He's taping off his bathroom. He's getting it yep. ready. Guy goes, I don't know what the fuck is on here, man. He goes, I don't know if it's somebody had their period or something, but something in this bathroom stinks. <laughs> and he's it, painters have to get around the toilet to fucking yeah. tape behind, yep. do all this shit. I hate it. He gets done. I go, I'll go, I'll go in there. I'll, I'll take a look. Get in there. I open the fucking toilet and there's a shit on the bowl out of the water. So the couple had kids and they're like potty training the kids and the kid didn't know how to flush. And because they sit so far tied up next to the bowl, he actually didn't hit water. So it had time to dry. So my buddy and me are fucking taping and sanding around this fucking shitter with a shit in the toilet. Then Mm-mm. but here's the thing, here's the thing, Red. The homeowners left. We have to now okay. figure out how to approach the homeowners as if the painters didn't leave a shit in the bowl. We we can't assume they'll know that it was their kids. So you, somehow You know what you
2: know what you have to do now, right?
0: We had we had to bring it up. What would you have done before I tell you I what we had to I, do? I,
2: I would have cleaned it and not said anything I to try- avoid the con- to avoid the confrontation with the homeowner. Now take in mind, it is somebody else's fecal matter. It is shit.
0: It was tough. I did try but, to I did try to pee it off. Oh uh, yeah! Oh absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that, the 1st first... thing. first. I'm not getting my yeah. hands in there. I'm gonna piss this motherfucker uh-huh.
2: off the brim. Right. That's that's the first line of defense is pissing it off. But if that won't work. I'm just, you know, a paint stick. Flop that motherfucker in the water. Scrape off what little skid marks you can, and call it a day. Just <laughs> to avoid the confrontation with the homeowner, just to keep from having to bring it up.
1: It was you terrible. Know, it sucks.
2: It sucks, dude. Yeah, I've been there and done that. That shit sucks so bad. I had a, I painted a bathroom one time where a, a, a lady only flushed her toilet like four times a day to save water oh. and shit. So it was like pee water or whatever, all that, and it smelled like a fucking sewage. Oh, it was terrible. And I'm trying to cut around behind the tank and waller all over this lady's ass toilet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. Bad. It was bad.
0: Oh, that's, but fu- that's She had to up. go out run.
2: She had to go out run some errands. You know, left the house. I go back in there and sorry, lady, but I'm flushing that motherfucker. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that.
0: No shit. I can't do that. Nah, I got lucky. Uh, the, the the homeowner uh, that we were painting, the dad calls me. And he was kind of uh uh point manning this fucking operation of getting the house painted, so I'm guessing he had some down payment yeah. money in that house, and he was like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna fix this. this house looks like dog shit and uh he called, and I said, "Hey, a little easier for me to talk to you about." I go, "Hey, I know they got little kids and i I knew right away I was like blame it on the little kids. it's easier to fucking do this but I go i could see they're probably about potty training age i go there's a shit in the toilet just didn't want to leave and have the painters and have them ask, is that the painter shit on the toilet it's like no nah, i was here when we were here and we didn't know how to bring it up dude he was the best relay because then i got the homeowner text i'm so sorry there's three boys in the house it's like no worries like i just you know completely was like hey we all have kids we get it i just didn't want you to think uh you know hey painter said goodbye. That's my day.
2: that's my excuse. Yeah, that's my excuse for cleaning it up because I've got kids. I've done that before myself, you know, with my kids going well, in the I bathroom forget. and there's fucking, you know what I mean? We're well, not forget, but my kids are fucking kids. They forget to flush the toilet sometimes. The I forget to flush the toilet I'm a grown man. Steamy turds in there, you know what I mean? So Dude. I've had to clean it up before. So, you know, and after I clean it up, I'm like, "Hey, you know, little Johnny had a little present in the toilet when i went in there earlier i went ahead and took care of it don't worry about
0: it see oh now that's God, how you get the
2: referral so no thank you so much i can't believe you would do you know so funny.
0: that's funny that's yeah. funny i
2: got kids I, i've wiped asses and all that kind of stuff so
0: my biggest fear is that I get i'm sitting there I get thinking about like oh shit you know this job is this this and this and i do it at my house all the time and I get... I, I I, think it's weak plumbing at my rental. Yeah, at least that's what I tell my girlfriend. But I'm pretty sure I forget to flush the toilet and she just gets hit with a fucking just... You know, an hour-old dump <laughs> sitting in the toilet. Dude, the worst is that I do that at a homeowner's house. Like, once once in my life i got up left and like ah. a minute later a minute later i went you need to go back and check that because i don't think you flush and i went back and went wow i would have left them a present i flushed that toilet walked out confidently like damn at least you checked
2: <laughs> i try not to i try not to use homeowner toilets when i can man sometimes emergencies same. and the notion strikes you to shit you just got to Well, but have you ever been told i no? leave i leave I leave no evidence of me being in there for sure. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, worst. I've been the, told no
0: plenty of time. The worst is when you can't shit. Yeah. The worst is when you can't shit. The worst is when people acknowledge they know that you might not be able to at some, and they go, "Hey, blow it up if you want." It's like you still like you know how much toilet paper's in there before a bunch of people showed up. Like I can't just come in there and blow your shit up and be like, "Oh, sorry, you're out of roll now," and not have you go. You wanna, hmm.
2: You want to hear a funny story before we go? Yeah,
0: yeah, I got you.
2: <sighs> so, I was on a six foot ladder cutting in ceilings one day, right? And oh, well, let me preface the story by saying the night before, in the South, it is customary and it's a delicacy around the southern the southern parts of the United States to eat a tomato sandwich, salt and pepper, mayonnaise, maybe a little bit of cheese. You know, just a tomato sandwich, slices of tomatoes. It's one of my favorite things to eat. So the the night before, I had ate a tomato sandwich of some questionable, questionably ripe tomatoes. Okay. So that messed my stomach up a little bit. So the very next day, I'm at work cutting in ceilings, six-foot ladder, just routine, moving ladder, cutting in, moving ladder, cutting in. The notion struck me to lay a big fart out, right, just to lay one down. So I kind of lean up on one foot like you do. I stop painting for a second and I cut a fart and I shit myself. (laughs) And I'm not talking like no solid log. I'm talking about like ceiling spackle popcorn ceiling texture, like (laughs) kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like textured
0: mushy shit. Yeah, you splatted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I was working with like two other guys. Radio was going. Everybody was in their own little world. I shit myself. In my own little world, nobody else knew it but me. Just the hut. But then that shit started. Yeah, but then that shit started running down my leg. And I had, it was the summertime. I had painter white shorts on, right? Yeah. So I fucking I climbed down off the ladder like the, so easy, like sneaky easy, so that I wouldn't momentum the shit down my leg and it come out where everybody could see it, right? So I eased down the ladder and I eased myself outside. And the house we were working on didn't have inside water. It was brand new sheetrock. We were priming, you know. And I snuck myself outside, didn't tell anybody, didn't say anything to anybody. Shitty pants and everything, right? The water hose outside hooked to the water line just to wash brushes and have water on the job site. Just a water hose outside but it was long enough to run into the woods that would come to the back of the house that I could go into the the woods and have privacy with like pine trees to where I could take my fucking shorts off and military bath, wash my ass of the shit that I had just plastered the seat of my pants with. Right. Used my soiled boxers that I had on to finish wiping my ass. So I wouldn't have, you know, mud butt all day. Respect. Dry, yeah. Dried myself off the best I could with the shorts that I had on. You know, kind of dabbed myself dry where I wouldn't be soaking wet coming back in the house. And I free balled. I put the shorts back on and free balled it the rest of the day.
0: That's nice. No,
2: and nobody was never the wiser.
0: That's sick. (laughs) That's Jason. Nobody
2: ever found out. Nobody ever
0: found out about it. That's Jason Bourne level fucking uh, sneaky. That was the first
2: time that story has ever been told to anybody since I've done it. That's, yeah. Nobody ever knew about
0: that, Bobby. And they never will. This podcast is hardly listened to. Uh, nah, dude. Well, I'm going to figure out how to fucking... Um, I don't know. I think I think what I might do is transition the beginning of this to where you get all the, the funny shit and then be like, and hey, we talked painting. If you want to stick around for the rest of this, <laughs> there's two <laughs> there hours of talking painting. But I'll do a little... There
1: <laughs> <you go. laughs>
0: Be like, hey guys, real there quick, go. we got real heavy into painting. If you want to stick around, it gets it gets good. But here's me, here's this guy, here's Red talking about shit in his pants. Um, no, no, no. We'll figure. I'll figure that out. But I'm gonna keep all of it. But I just want to make sure, dude. I I love you for coming on, and you're gonna come back on, dude. I would one. I would be so gracious to come on. Shitty song of the week. I think I'm gonna blow your mind with the song I have. But. Uh, hey,
2: We'll set it up. I had a great time, Bobby. We're this gonna have fun a,
0: as shit, man. We're gonna have a part two with conspiracy theories, and I'm telling you, dude, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be all the excitement of paint talk and more. Um, red, <laughs> red, red, shitty song of the week. Uh, anything else you want to plug before we, before we end the stream, brother?
2: I have talked about it a couple times in our conversations tonight, but uh, Shitty Song of the Week podcast just came out with a card game called Killing Babies. I think I went into a little bit of detail about why it's called Killing Babies. It's just fun to say out loud and not mean actually Killing Babies. But you can pre-order Killing Babies the Card Game at Shittysong.show. There's a tab at the top of the page. Click on it, and it'll take you to the pre-order. Shittysong.show. Any page on Shittysong.show will take you to the pre-order for Killing Babies the Card Game. Killing babies. Say it with me, Bobby. Killing Babies the Card Game.
0: Killing Babies the Card Game
2: pre-order now shitty song dot show
0: pre-order now pretty song pretty pre, what is it
2: shitty song dot show
0: shitty song dot show i got it yeah i'm fucked it up is. pre-order killing babies right All, now Go also build. the patreon uh don't forget the patreon that's a dollar well, that's a-
2: yeah yeah we're, we're, we're pushing the pre-order right now but I'm if sorry, you want sorry, to if you want to give if, if you want to give us some money to uh get some bonus content uh, and hours and hours and hours of extra shit uh there's a one dollar tier uh album reviews shit blanket episodes you know all sorts of shit then there's a five dollar shit box tier where we send you quarterly merch quarterly shitty song of the week merch uh you get hidden tracks that we like after shows that we do after we do the main show uh we get into some obscure music we go we got a video option now where you can watch the episodes it's a whole thing patreon.com forward slash s s o t w hell yeah and don't forget and don't forget to pre-order killing babies shitty song die show
0: hell yeah dude anytime uh anytime you want to come back on you're welcome you're fucking partner and you uh more than welcome uh whatever oh, you yeah. guys whatever you guys want to do that's fucking awesome uh, thank you again red for coming on the podcast man thank you very much
2: No problem, dude. Anytime. Had a lot of fun, dude.
0: I appreciate it, sir. Well, you have a fucking good night, and uh, this might be out by the time you wake up in the morning. We'll see how fucking much I get it before I got to go to bed. We'll we'll see. Holy shit. We'll see, maybe. Oh, yeah. Depends on if my girlfriend's going to let me get a little P U S S Y. So we'll see. Mm, Heard that.
2: Heard (laughs) that. All
0: right, sir. Have a good one. You too, brother. Now, that was the last part of our conversation, so um, if you're looking to hear the rest of it, there's some good jokes and stuff, but it's pretty heavily heavy painting-based. Um, so you're w- more than welcome to enjoy. Uh, that's why I kept it in the episode. It was a great time. I just know some people probably would want to hear the ladder more than uh, actual uh, stories about ladders. Um, yep, all right. Enjoy the second half if you still listen. If not, goodbye, and thank you for at least attempting this podcast. Mm, this has been your mid-podcast trans narrator. I don't know. I might have just made myself sound really cool in the trans community. Who knows? All right. Back to the podcast. What's up, booby? What's going on, man? How do I sound? Uh, Hold on. to kill this first. Hold on. Same bullshit as normal. I sound like a fucking tin can.
2: Yeah, dude. I can't figure out why I can't hear
0: you. Dude, uh...
2: From the from the microphone,
0: the only thing I could think of is that I take my hard wire that's like into my recording and in the back of my computer, and maybe plug it into my fucking iPad. You know what I'm saying? But then I can't record it, so I don't know. I'm kind of in a. I gotta find. I think I need a new jack. I think I need for sure. I need a new jack, and then something else. I'm not sure. You know. Damn. But that's why I just I've just recorded. Uh, I'm I'm like the uh, NSA baby. I just record every conversation I do on here. <laughs> 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 it comes in clear. It comes in clear. So I, if anyone needs the audio, I just send it to them.
2: Dude, whenever I first started, like I've podcasted with my best friend, right? Yeah, and and it was just a no nonsense. It's a bullshit show. Um and. I talked to this motherfucker every day, anyway, right? Yeah, like I, he was my buddy. You know, what I mean, I talked to him every day. So we started recording our phone calls. Like he had like a phone call request. He, he he drove truck, right? So he had to record his phone calls for like uh uh, uh like directions and uh like for the brokers and all that shit. Anyway, yeah. um uh, uh so he started recording our conversations, and they wound up being funny as shit. So we started. You know, a podcast or whatever the fuck, and it turned into that. So we kept recording our phone calls and would save them and clip them and play them in the show to talk about what we talked about earlier in the
0: day. That's actually hilarious. Have you ever heard of War Mode? Who? The War Mode podcast? No. Dude, it's based on that. It's a painter, like a residential house painter in Philadelphia and a truck driver. Right. And they used to. They went on Amazon or some bullshit website and got two little like secret service type microphones to talk to each other while they were in separate parts of the houses doing that exact thing, yeah. fueling each other. And it's like a conspiracy. So like they'd be like, like, you know, I know you take I know they want your tea, like you got low tea boy. Like, that's good. You mold into society. <laughs> they would just they would just talk <laughs> shit. Um, he'd yeah. be like, I'm, I'm trying to pay for gas at the gas station. And in my ear, they're just, you know, they're just yelling the most obscene, dirty shit you can think of. Um, and they're just trying to break each other cause they were always talking to each other and they, yeah, they do a podcast, their Patreon, like they both just quit their jobs to go do whatever. Like it's sick, dude.
2: I'm a painter. He was a truck driver.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
2: basically the same. It was basically the same shit,
0: dude. Hell yeah.
2: So, <clears throat> so we done that for probably three years, and I started recording with Brandon for Shitty Song of the Week. So I was doing both shows for about a year, two years maybe. But um, that was my main shit. Like we went to Rochester, New York, and done a live podcast at a beard competition, and went into that's a fucking sick. rage room. They record. We got a YouTube channel with the shit still on. You should check it out. We used to do skits and all kind of shit.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's sick, dude. I um, was. I, if I was we get if, if
2: we get a minute. If we, if we get a minute, when we get done, I'll pull some of it up and let you look at some of it before we go. Hell yeah. It's pretty cool. I still go back and listen to some of it and watch it because we got whole, we got fucking full shit. But that was kind of the same thing. He just, his schedule got in the way with the truck driving shit and he couldn't get on mic or he couldn't record this and that or whatever. So yeah. he had to bail out. He had to. I still talk to him every day, but he, he just had to bail out of the podcast shit.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to come up with con- not co- not come up with, but keep up with content weekly uh, when you know, especially when you're working forty or more. You know, it's uh mm. has a real tough fucking Dude, uh, follow.
2: I've recorded. We have recorded episodes, and I'm on a fucking twelve foot ladder cutting in ceilings.
0: Ah shit, you beat me. I've never, I've never like like with a fucking like the
2: well matter of fact, this motherfucker right here.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them for sure. Hell yeah! And
2: he would he would record the call on his end, and when he got we got done, we'd hang up or whatever. He would uh like switch it over from whatever kind of file it was to an MP3. He would email it to me. I would chop it up and make an episode out of it. And I've recorded episodes fucking cutting in on a twelve foot ladder before.
0: That's fucking sick, dude. That's as a painter, you have my uh, my my fucking respect, dude. Um, I <laughs> uh, I should I I don't really do introductions, but I feel like I I have to work my way into doing them anyways. Because else I feel like an asshole. We got Red from uh, Shitty Song of the Week. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, yeah. hold on. I
2: haven't I haven't been I haven't been recording at all. Oh, I'm, I'm recording I'm recording right now. You
0: I got you. you I've got been, me recording. I've been recording the whole time, baby.
2: Okay, do you, you want me to record?
0: No, I mean you're fine. Like I said, I feel like my my because the audio will sound the best through mine, right? Because I'm picking up my mic um you're good to go man i mean yeah i gotcha no you're good sorry not to i said like not not to nsa you but uh oh yeah baby (laughs) i'm always recording (laughs) hell yeah um well because i said i got the ghetto set up but i've got uh i've got red from the shitty shitty last uh i'm fucked up uh uh shitty song of the week yes shitty song of the week podcast red from shitty song of the week podcast um dude i listened today uh i got through the first episode and then uh I, I i'm a pay you know i work with a couple guys i'm doing i'm helping a guy out uh this week so i'm talking there's multiple people on the job side i'm fucking in and out of my ear i didn't get to finish the episode but i love i'm jealous i'm jealous because you found a friend to podcast with that like it sounds fun as fuck dude like dude i've tried
2: solo shit before like i have a horror story podcast also that i bounce back on sometimes i haven't put anything on it in like a year and a half okay but it's just me reading like creepy pasta shit putting some folly behind it and some sound effects and some background music and shit just i mean nothing special chicks love that shit yeah i mean it's not (laughs) it's not not like the most popular thing in the world because there's a million of them out there it's just something i like doing yeah so um i don't get to it when i want to you know what i mean so it falls by the wayside most of the time, and I don't really get around to doing any of it. But I've tried solo shit, dude, and I have to have somebody to bounce back off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to. I can read, you know what I mean, like all day long, but when it comes to conversation and shit like that, I, I like to see you. Uh, I like to bounce, you know, jokes and shit off of you, judge your reactions and your facial expressions and all that kind of shit. So, For sure. Um, <clears throat> I, it's it's fun, dude. I, I've been doing it for about four years now, I guess, and it, it's just all fell into place, dude. And really, I met Brandon by accident, and we just hit it off, and it became a thing, and we've been doing it ever
0: since. You know, I was gonna say now, how much more uh, do you? Uh how the fuck do I word it? How, how much more do you like love the fact that you have a guy you can just bounce anything off of, right? Like I, I bring a random guest in here. That's awesome to have another person to talk to, but if they can't meet me on the wavelength, I want to get to, um, you know, the show is, it has a, has a weird spiral to it. How much is it that you just know you got what you have in a partner that you can, you can make the kind of content you can, you want on a weekly basis?
2: Well, I I talked to Brandon, the co-host, the other co-host of Shitty Song of the Week. I talk to him every day through text message at some point in time. And it's, you know, bouncing music back, sharing music, conversations and ideas for the show. We've got, you know, a Patreon and all that. We we talk about normal stuff, too. You know what I mean? Just everyday shit, but 75% of it is show-related. And me and Brandon clicked right off the bat because... He's into music. He's a musician. I'm into music, and I'm a musician. We both are guitar players, so that was the the icebreaker. You know what I mean? And then uh, it just it escalated from there. You know what I mean? And and now I talk to this motherfucker every day. I talk to him more sometimes than I do my own family most of the time.
0: Right now, how do you uh, how do you surpass? Because I get told uh, this is a big no no. You know, Any, anytime I do a solo episode where it's just me. Um, hell, I have a recording I haven't put out yet. Don't know if I will cuz it's the gayest thing ever, but it's just me going through my Apple top 25, like what I play the most. Right. And I'm just drunk. So, I'm just in there playing DJ where like as the chorus comes up, I'm like headphones and I just turn it up, dude. And I didn't even make it like I made it like 6-7 songs, you know. And they're all some of them are like poppy bullshit ones. Um, And some of them are kind of you know inconspicuous and like oh okay like I haven't heard this for a while or maybe heard on TikTok or something, Um, right? But how do you surpass the uh, the music thing? I I think I heard you in the last podcast. You've gotten a few cease and desists. Is it from playing music or is that from the content you talk about?
2: It's the musicians. Like we've had Little Pump. You know who Little Pump is, right? Yeah. We've had Little Pump's people, not 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 Little Pump personally, but his lawyers or his people or whatever, email us, uh, DM us on Twitter. It's all it was all legit because I said, dude, that's just like a fucking fan bullshit doing something or whatever. Turns out it wasn't. It was actually Little Pump's people, and they emailed us and sent us a DM on Twitter uh, to cease and desist talking about and putting his music in. You know, because then we were on YouTube. We just, we get copyright strikes on YouTube all the time, so we're on Rumble now. But um, we had a bullshit, like, artist on YouTube. Like, he's not even popular. but He might be popular in the town that he lives in, but that's yeah. about the extent of it. And he sent us one. Like, he personally sent – he's not, like, famous or anything. Like, his videos get, like, 100 views, 300 views. He's got one video that I think popped off for, like, 15K. Or something.
0: Okay. And that, yeah, was yeah. Probably a,
2: that was probably a fluke. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just from tagging bunch, shit or a Bunch whatever. of
0: bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
2: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, we, we clip the songs, only play them in small increments so we don't get copyright strikes anywhere. YouTube is a bitch to get through. So we took all of our shit off YouTube and put it on Rumble. And so far, Rumble hasn't copyright striked us or anything, but... Here lately we've been veering off the path and going into like real obscure, like maybe couple hundred, two, three hundred view songs, you know what I mean, that aren't popular, that that aren't in the spotlight, that aren't being paid attention to. And it makes it a little easier, but I think it's funny when we get C and D's
0: yeah for sure, they, they, for they, sure. They, they, they,
2: they legally they, they legally can't do anything it's all fair use act shit you know what i mean we, are, we have the right to commentate and talk about music as long as we're not making any money off of it
0: i was gonna say as long as you're not making any money they really can't right what what can they yeah, do they can't
2: do anything i mean we screenshot them put them on twitter blast them you know we do we do all kind of shit we call them out on it because it's bullshit right you should just be fact, able we, to sorry go on as, as a as a matter of fact, whenever Lil Pump's people sent us to C and D, I got, I went straight to my fucking uh, software and I started like downloading Lil Pump instrumentals and fucking coming up with like a rap and all this shit. And I fucking mocked him and I made a fucking parody of one of his songs and I put it on YouTube.
0: That's fucking sick, dude. Uh, yeah so I, I dude
2: they can't legally do anything so we have we, it's a free-for-all on shitty song of the week nothing's off the fucking table no song is safe i don't give a fuck who you are we'll talk about it and talk shit about it, it doesn't matter
0: that's awesome well you're reassuring me in that because i've i've gone the route of not, not making money on my podcast that like i'm just gonna keep playing music and doing my thing and what are you gonna do to yeah. stop me
2: YouTube is the worst, man. Like right. I, I I done my I done my research and found out how long the clips had to be before they get struck. Yeah. You know what I mean? All done all my homework and we would then we would go in and literally clip our songs to 20 seconds or 25. As long as they're under 30, they're not supposed to strike you or whatever. Right. So we would intentionally make them under 30 so we wouldn't get, you know, copyright struck and they would still do it. Damn. I'd be back and forth with I'd be back and forth emailing with YouTube and all this shit and it's a copyright strike because we played somebody else's copyright music, so we moved everything to Rumble.com. You can look up Shitty Song of the Week and find it all there, but uh, they don't they don't give a shit.
0: Fuck yeah, they don't give a shit about none of them. Well, especially because yeah. you're not making money. So what the fuck's the issue? It's like yeah,
2: I mean we're making money on the Patreon, but. That's, I mean, <laughs> we yeah. we do we do the same thing on Patreon, just to a Be- more behind of, the paywall you know, harsher harsher
0: extent and special episodes and all that. When but, you're and your paywall, I mean, Patreon doesn't fuck with you playing music. I kind of noticed that, right? Like Patreon kind of leaves you know, people the fuck alone. you pay- don't fuck with us, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what's There's
2: up. There's hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours of content on Patreon with people's music mm-hmm. all the fuck over it.
0: That's same and, p- That same podcast uh, I was talking about earlier, that's what they open up with their uh, Patreons with, are like long format songs where they play like one, two minute in. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, So starting a Patreon for me is like starting an OnlyFans. I would be scared to how little people subscribe when I put one out. you'd,
2: You'd be surprised, dude. We were a show for probably two years before we ever thought about a Patreon. Yeah. Because we've done an after show, we've done special episodes on the free feed. You know what I mean? We've done album reviews. We we do this show with uh, Jody B from the Poe Boys podcast called Shit Blankets. I love them. And it's terrible cut, co- terrible covers. Okay. Yeah. You know, so we 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 talk about terrible versions. You know, terrible cover versions of popular songs. We, we call it Shit Blankets. So we start. We had all that on the free feed. So we just thought, why not? You know. Give us a dollar, we'll give you a special episode. And it's yeah. only a dollar. Give us a dollar a month, and you get hours of shit. Yeah. So pa- Patreon leaves us alone. Patreon doesn't fuck with us. We've got shit. We've got all kinds of stuff on Patreon, dude. And we send out merch quarterly. We've got a $5 tier, we've got a dollar tier. And it's, I mean, it's residual. So it comes back, and we just reinvest it
0: right back into the show yeah that's yeah. that's sick dude i want to get to that point like like kind of just to wrap it all up with not to wrap it all up this is a that'd be the shortest podcast and gayest podcast in the world uh, <laughs> to to get it all into kind of one circle it's like you have somebody to bounce those ideas off of and be able to talk to i mean i have a business partner i work with when i paint um you know he's my best buddy i'm trying to uh bill cosby him into the podcast game i I will trick him into into (laughs) podcasting with me because i was the best man in this wedding like the conversations we have at work if i could just get that on mic done we we wouldn't be painting
2: anymore That's the whole entire idea behind the Paycheck and Red podcast, dude. Whenever me and my buddies first started that shit, that was the same thing. I'm like, dude, we're already recording it and laughing about it and listening to it back. Yeah. We might as well put it out and do a thing with it and let everybody else hear how fucking funny we are. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. We're best friends. We're best friends. This dude is my brother. I talk pure shit about this dude on the phone. I'll call him whatever fucking name I want to just because right. he's my brother and I mm-hmm. love him and I have that right to, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's fun and it's funny as fuck. So we recorded it, put it on, you know, on a, started an RSS feed and all this shit, found anchor and all this. And here, you know, here we went and people liked it and people laughed at it and
0: it just became a thing. That's what's up, dude. Um, what's it like? Uh, I am trying to figure out how to ask this um, with the Patreon and, and just kind of even having people that are willing to pay a dollar a month. Um, where you are, you happy where you are at right now with, with uh, you know the popularity of the show and and how people people take it? Um, are you trying to expand or, or what's the what's the ultimate goal?
2: Well, everybody's ultimate goal in podcasting is to make money doing it.
0: To do enough, yeah, just, just enough to make land, yeah. baby.
2: Yeah, I mean people do it people there are hobbyists out there that just do it for the fun of it. And I get it, I respect it. I still love doing it. I love getting I love every time I get behind a microphone, I love it. Yeah. You know, so the passion hasn't died for it, obviously. So I love doing it. And whenever we get to that point where it's like, you know, man, we're 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 spending hours. This is a full time job. Yeah. You know, ed- editing and setting aside time to record and this Making and content
0: for the Patreon, shit like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So why not get a little bit of it back? Just a small portion of it, if nothing else, you know? And me and Brandon made a pact with one another when we started Shitty Song of the Week that we're not going to buy sponsors. We're not going to buy listeners. We're not going to get into any kind of shit like that. We're not going to pay for promotion or Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. You're talking guerrilla warfare
0: podcasting. I love this. Let's fucking go, baby. Let's fucking go.
2: Right. I'm kidding. You know, I I just want to get paid to do something I love. And I already do that because I'm also a painter and I love doing that. You know, it's a family. It's a family business. So I've been in it for a long time and I love doing it. So I, I don't go to work every day. I go do something that I like doing. So podcasting's the same way. Why not get a little bit of it back? I'm not making a living on it. I still have a full-time job. You know what I mean? I haven't yeah. quit my job or anything like that. For sure. But it's it's fun to know that we make enough money to put back in the show and buy merch or, you know, uh, we've afforded the opportunity uh, to come up with a shitty song of the week card game recently. And it's up for pre-order at shitty Shittysong.show. Uh, so it's organic growth. We haven't paid for anything except for putting it back into the, the podcast and buying stuff and, you know, merch and whatever. And I'm not, you know, we don't pocket hardly any of it because we reinvest it back into the show most of the time. So organic growth it has been the most successful for us. I mean, we haven't bought any listeners or downloads.
0: Or for sure. Promotions I, I comp- or anything like completely. that. Completely, I get you.
2: You know, but it's, it's, it's fun to know that, We make enough back off of it to pay for our stream, our our recording streaming services and you know, the, the offset of some of the time spent in editing and whatever, you know, the, the end goal is to be able to quit my job one day. I'm not, I'm not expected to be some big Joe Rogan or anything No, like
0: that. no. $30,000 a year. I quit dude. $30,000 a year. Let me go paint <laughs> three days out of the week as opposed to five days out of the week, bro. Yeah. I made my peace with God. When do you want to take me? Like I'm, the, I'm there. Sign me up. Yeah. No shit, dude. I love that. I fucking love that, dude. That's. Ah, dude, I'm, and today's a good day. I mean, uh, go on, sorry, go on, sir. The end result, like I said, is
2: to be able to get paid to do it, you know, obviously. But at the end of the day, I don't really care if I just like podcasts and I like the content that we do. And I like that people buy our merch and we have fans and we interact with people that listen. And, you know, it's a whole thing. So at the end of the day, Bobby, I, I just like it. I have fun doing it and I enjoy the people that I podcast with and the circle that I have and that's all that really matters in the end at the end of the day. I, I'll keep I'll keep
0: painting. I'll keep painting for the rest of my life as long as I can still enjoy doing this. You by, know what I mean? My guy. Dude, I I'm coming around it in, in my first year. Like we just started the business in May. Um and I, you know, I've cried, you know, I did the gay cry a few times of like I'm really working for myself, and like when I want to do a podcast, I'll do a podcast. And it's like, yo, uh, other than like financial security, I'm fucking pretty goddamn close to happy in life. Like that's about the only goddamn thing I really need. Is just like, come on, like I'm getting referrals, I'm I'm getting great, like good fucking like we're get work. Me and my buddy work good, bro. It's just can we get enough work to just keep keep going? Cause, bro one job you give me an enamel a varnish in a couple of rooms i've made my month nut like it's not bragging that's just like taking the you know getting paid from a boss to being an employee it's like you know you just make that money you pay your taxes boom yeah dude i've lived off a of painter you know be- oh, sorry go on
2: last year last summer I bid an, out, an exterior job, all cedar siding, decking, si- house siding, and all this, like forty five hundred square foot, maybe 4,200, 4, something like
0: that. Mm-hmm. A fucking deck, bid a, or, si- or siding, and, a whole and,
2: house, and, and, and si- deck, and siding, got you, all got surface area, square footage. I bid it at twenty three thousand dollars. Got it. <sighs> had it done. Had it done in two weeks. <sighs>
0: That's a good fucking nut.
2: That's a good lick.
0: We're going to vacation, baby. That's what he say right there. <laughs> hey, lady. It it, it it
2: built a it it built a big deck on the front of my house. It bought vacation. It bought new tires on my truck. It, it just feels like what security. I mean? like
0: th- what security? Just yeah. just having like a good like. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's all I'm looking for, brother.
2: And I didn't rip these people off. That was no. the going rate. No. You know what I mean? My my exterior price my exterior prices are middle of the road. I'm not too high. I'm not too low. I'm competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I have the wiggle room to go up or down and negotiate with you and win a job. I've been doing it for twenty years. I can I know my way around, you know, a, a customer and their wants and needs and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I learned that over I learned that over time.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to get a side question uh, off this podcast about how to bid and some other questions about making sure I'm getting a, a full, you know, what I'm fucking worth. Because, dude, I got, I got guilty. I got. I'm like, I'm like, uh, am I charging them too much? It's like, god damn it, you could probably charge more. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in that middle ground where, you know, what's my nut and what's actually the going rate for the market. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Well, I had to. I had to take into account. I had to rent a lift and a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Because it was a big house. Oh, there's shit.
0: There's shit that goes into it. You didn't make twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Was, no,
2: no, no. I had. <laughs> I had overhead.
0: I had overhead. For sure. For sure. That, I, yeah, people get that. What I'm, yeah.
2: What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, twenty three thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money for two weeks worth of work, and you know, it sounds but like you, I'm ripping somebody off.
0: No, but you got material you know? and everything but, else.
2: But I have a. But I have a interior paint price, square foot price, and I have an exterior. You know, price. Yeah, for sure. And I stick to it, no matter how big the job is. It it is what it is. It's all outside. I have a going rate. I charge this. If you don't like it, I'm moving on. Right. If you want, if you want to finagle a little bit and, and let's make a deal and Monty haul this motherfucker to the bottom of the barrel, we will. But I'm still gonna make money regardless. For sure. I'm gonna make you think. I'm gonna make you think that you're getting a good deal when, in reality, you are. But it's just enough of a deal that I'm still making money and you're still getting what you want, and we both walk away happy.
0: Right. Well, your deal. Can, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, their deal can come in the, the form of you know, yeah, uh, you don't have to pay ex- certain prices. Maybe if you work for yourself, like, I don't have to pay employees, so I don't have to worry about trying to bid that kind of rate. Um right. Yep. I fucking, uh, you know, there's small shit like that. The the price on paint you would get compared to maybe someone else who who whatever maybe maybe charges you for the maybe charges you for the uh, for the, the the coverage that you have for maybe the price you get, you know they might they might charge you standard price and then make money off you on the paint. Sometimes I use right. that to my benefit because I am a smaller business. We'll we'll say hey we have this discount on paint. We'll give you this discount for your price. Um, right. You know there's shit like that for sure. Um, some of it is just like I said. Uh, you know you, you get into weird bids and you're like um, the, maybe you know it looks like ah, I've kind of done something like this. Maybe you give a number like this. And then, uh, it's just like, fuck, I probably could have gotten more, you know, it's just like, what could I, have you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. One of those things where it's like, it's not bad. You know, you, you obviously, I you know, I never bid anything I would feel uncomfortable with doing, but, uh, sometimes you miss where it's just like, I wish I, I wish I had more experience. Like, that's the only thing is where I just wish I know what I could, you know, what you could make on it and still be fair. You know, prime, exa- prime example
2: of that, Bobby, uh, last summer again, uh, I had a contractor uh, send me an email that said that they had a Family Dollar store, like a Family Dollar, mm-hmm. that they were that they were putting up like two hours from me, and I got highly recommended from Sherwin Williams, and they'd like to see if I wanted to put a bid in on this job, right? Commercial shit, in interior stuff. Nice. Um, and it was like. between 25 and 30,000 square feet. It was a big building yeah. right? with, with back room, like storage space and then uh storefront. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I looked at the plans. He sent me the whole schematics plans, the whole takeoff on the whole thing. I looked at it for maybe two hours, just looking at shit, wrote a, just wrote a rant. I didn't even figure it up. I just wrote a random number on a piece of paper. Right. I called the dude back. I told him what my bid was. He says, okay, cool. I'll call you back like end of the week let you know. We've got a couple more painters waiting to get a bid in. I'll let you know one way or the other at the end of the week. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And I, it was one of those things where I didn't really care if I got it or not just because it was almost too big for me and one other person to handle at one time, you know what yeah, I mean? as far yeah. as deadlines go. For me, sure. me and one other person could have handled it, but it was a deadline situation.
0: And you're busting so, ass, yeah.
2: Right, Yeah. So end of the week rolls around, this guy calls me back and he was like, um, you missed it by four grand. And I'm like, what? I just, Bobby, no lie. I'm just, I looked at this, you know, I looked at the plans looking right and, you know, just figuring a number here and there, but I didn't go into any great detail and figure up square footage or anything like that. I just wrote a random number down and I missed it by $4,000. He was like, can you come up? Can you, can you make up four grand? I'll give it to you. I'm like, dude, I don't even really want it. To be honest with you. Right. I don't think I don't think I've got the manpower. I was just entertaining you and giving you a number just to see where I come in at to see if I was competitive or not.
0: For this sure. is for my
2: research. For you sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't really want it if I don't get it. I'm not really, you know, crying about it.
0: Yeah. Damn. So
2: sometimes I bid on the big ones and then turn them down just to see how close I am, just for research purposes. You know what I mean? If I'm super busy with residential shit and somebody calls me with a light commercial job, I'll throw them a number just to see how close I get. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure, and and it's research. It's me learning the game and seeing where where I at where I'm at in the competition and see how far I am yeah. off from everybody else. Just winning commercial jobs,
0: right, know? right. Well, the commercial ones are always the ones where it's like that's a little higher dollar, you know. That's a little higher up. We got a yeah. we got a chance at a school right now not this is going deep under I, fuck i hope this podcast is listened by painters um i'd be called an asshole immediately dude that's why i stay away from the facebook pages uh, those are toxic painters motherfucker those those dudes yeah. everybody is all fucking out spray you any day it's like shut the fuck um no we got a school that we got offered um and of course the guy i used to work for offers it to me uh and the last thing i ever remember him talking about it was i'll never work there again they didn't pay me and then he goes hey do you want this job i go hold on here i didn't i didn't forget (laughs) i go what are you talking about and then he's like well i didn't necessarily do this right or this right and it's still like in the back of my head it's like "Mm, you've already i'm a small business i can't afford to be like fucked over like
2: right uh, Especially
0: when you're talking about a whole school, I've painted whole
2: schools before. Yeah, with a crew, with a crew of like four dudes, and paint a whole entire middle school in a summer. Oh, well, there you, you know? go. Yeah, and that's and that's rocking and rolling ten, twelve hour days. Sometimes you know.
0: Yeah, we did. Uh, and, and it's,
2: it's it's tough to keep up, man, because you you not only have you know the the uh, building inspectors up your ass, you have the GC up your ass, and all the other contractors working around you up your ass. And it's it's hard to get it done in a timely manner, something that big with a small crew. So any anything that I can't take care of with two, three guys, I don't normally fuck with it.
0: Right. Normally. Right. Well, and I know most guys most guys say you cap yourself out that way, but it's like it's but you can control it. It's controlled work and you know that you can make your nut and more and not, like it's when the guys start thinking of this. And it's like, that's fine. That's fine if you want to worry yourself and start buying up properties that are equaling, you know, whatever much you have to make $4,000 before you can even, you know. When guys start getting, uh, you know, shops and shit, I go, I, I know that's a nice that's a nice luxury, but that's maybe $3,000 you have to be able to paint before you can even pay for your house. It's like, oh boy, that's, yeah. that's fucking yeah. tough.
2: I have one... I'm not going to call it a shop. It's like a mini storage building that I keep tools and materials in. Right. I have some personal shit in there too, because I pay for it. You right. know what I mean? But yeah. I have a place where I keep my sprayers and some of my big ladders and some of my more expensive tools that I don't want to keep around the house that I can lock up, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, uh,
2: you know, I, I have, you know, I have a handful of overhead, but I don't, I don't go through my jobs, man. And saying, how much money can I make off these motherfuckers? No, no, this, this this lady drives B and W. I can get I can get some money off of this lady. I mean, that's you how you know? get fucked up. Whether sure. whether you've got whether you've got a thousand dollars in your bank account or whether you've got a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account, hypothetically speaking, my price is three dollars and fifteen cents a square foot. Whether you've got a thousand dollars in your bank account or a hundred thousand,
0: for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: I don't you know I don't work like that because at the end of the day, my quality of work speaks for itself. I don't advertise. I don't commercialize. I just work and people talk about my work and I get work from it. It's all the way it's always been. I've got shirts with my business name on it and I have business cards to give to customers, but that's it. Yeah, I work strictly off word of mouth. So my quality and my word means something, you know? So when I give you a bid and i, I strike in a contract with you, I'm in
0: it. Yeah, you're not you're not fucking around. There's not there's nothing right. to fluff. There's not yeah. That's exactly right. how I was trained in. The guy I worked for for ten years. Um, same thing. You know, never bought the yard signs, never did the fucking he never did the t shirts. He was like, fuck it, I just work. He's like he, he goes, yo, like and, and he he did a lot of bad business, like as far as like if you looked at it, you'd be like, You're wasting money. The dude was doing enough between uh so much work, he could keep his employees a little more, you know, whatever. He would do some things. And the guy just got referral work because for 40 fucking years, the guy did a great job on every fucking house he worked on. And it's like, that's a good building block. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So when I got in the game, I learned everything I know from my dad, Bobby. My dad was a painter my whole entire life. When I got old enough, I started painting. Right. And I done prep work for two, almost three years before I ever touched a paintbrush.
0: Damn. Right. Yeah. But that's so good, though, because then you learn.
2: learn. Bec- my dad always said that the paint job is only as good as the prep work. So I learned prep work. But when I got into the business side of it and me and my dad became business partners at the latter part of his life, um, his first question to me was, before he ever showed me anything about numbers and the game and how to bid and all that, one question, would you rather have one $10,000 job or 10 $1,000 jobs? ten one thousand dollar jobs right that's ten more people with your name in their mouth and that means more business and more more work
0: yep 100 percent.
2: and i everything i do every bid i ever done that's the way i live you know what i mean i'll I'll bid a job a dollar 75 a square foot if it means i get it Okay. Because I know I'm because I know I'm gonna get another one tomorrow. That's gonna be another dollar seventy five, and that's doubling my money right there off the bat. Right. Instead of going out there and taking advantage of people, and say, yeah, I'll do it for five thousand dollars, knowing it ain't worth but about two. Right. Right. I don't work like I don't work. Like that. You know what I mean? My no. price is my price, no matter how big or small it is, and that's the way I've always run. But I I, I base my whole entire business model around ten one thousand dollar jobs, not one ten thousand dollars.
0: Right. No, I feel you, man. That's, that's respectable. And that's, that's what's up. That's how, you know, like somebody has maturity. Like, um, you know, they're not after like, like what we were talking about in the beginning is like, you'll, you'll paint and podcast and be happy with doing both. It's, it's a matter of understanding, like, that's your job. You're not out. you like like, that, that's why I love is I say the same thing. I'm not out to make millions. I'm not out to fucking make, make, you know, make your fucking head worse. It's like, I'm offering a fair price for a good fucking job. That's where the fucking that's where the the line in the draw the the line in the sand is drawn. you know what I'm saying? Bobby, you can take this
2: and run with it if you want to. but I'm changing the world one color at a time <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> A bunch of neutral hopes. You know,
2: dude, I meet people that I've never met before. Yeah, I have good conversation. I have good conversation. I've had old ladies bake me cookies. You know, oh, there's I've not an old lady who loves you. I've had I've had well, I've had one homeowner slide me a bag of pot one time. That's nice. You know, so it it has its perks, you know what I mean? Meeting people, the conversation, you know, some of the gifts and the tips and the whole thing. I'm a people person. So when I meet somebody, I'm gonna talk your ear off and get to know you. I'm from the South. Or podcast. You know I want. Mean? I want. I want to I know. I want to know your whole fucking story. I want to know where your mama's from, where your daddy's from, where you grew up, who your cousins are. That's just the way I get down. I like to be personable with people. That way they trust me more. So when I give them a number, it's fair, and they believe right. me and they trust me.
0: Right. You know what I mean? For sure.
2: It's bu- it's building the rapport with the customer, dude. For sure. That's, that's super. That's super important. You know what I mean? Because if they don't trust you and they don't. Uh, you know, they don't trust your word and trust the numbers that you're giving them. You don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to bidding the job because you've already lost it. If they don't trust you.
0: Right. You know? No, I, I think that's why, uh, you know, I tweet, I podcast. I do all the same way you know i might look rough around the edges i show up. i'm not a painter who wears whites i have paint on my fucking pants i i wear a hoodie that's got a little paint uh, on it yeah i fuck you up
2: i'm a purist dude i gotta have whites my dad oh, I'm your dad old taught you that's what I i'm gotta saying have
0: white. your dad yeah, yeah. Your, your older guys are definitely into that thing but but i show up and i think and and just just you know how i'm saying uh just starting a business out of nothing and not really i mean we had referrals but a lot of it was off of you know, work that I had already done, um, in my previous Mm -hmm. company or, or, uh, for people, you know, um, that I was building business with before I was my own business. But anyways, um, (laughs) those people were very cool and helped me out. So you know, it's one of those things where you know it, it's a painter's thing. It's a painter's uh philosophy to have whites or to be clean and all that. But at the end of the day, I think what you're saying is is your your honesty and and your hard work and and, and if you're a good person, that comes out uh while you paint. You know, you're talking. You have to talk to homeowners. Uh, you know, I think I think all that matters.
2: When I first started painting. I prepped for two years, I told you, before I ever painted. Mm-hmm. But when I first started painting, we were working on a uh, middle school, the one I just referred to in the previous conversation there. Uh, and I was painting metal door frames. Yep. And my dad told me, I don't give a shit how many of them you paint today. I don't give a fuck how many of them you paint, as long as they look good when you get done with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? yeah. I don't give a shit how many you paint because when when you get the method down, the speed and all that shit will come.
0: The yeah. more of them you do, when you find when you find your confidence stroke, what were you doing right. with oil? Were you doing with oil paints or DDM? Oh yeah, DCM. it was
2: oil. It was oil 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 based paint and penetrol.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Fucking
2: month for months, dude. Dude. Anyway, <laughs> so my dad told my dad told me. Yeah, no. I don't you're fuck. Good. How many of them you paint? As long as they look good, right? So the first few weeks, I was painting three, four door casings a day, Bobby. That was it. That's all I did—four door casings a day. Eventually, I was doing six and eight and ten and fifteen, even. You know, by by the end of a six month period, I was moving through them. So I was painting door casings in my sleep.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: And an- another thing that my dad told me—the the, the whole end all to that is quality over quantity. Right. Your finished pro your finished product has to look good. It don't make a damn how many houses you've painted last year. If they look like shit, it don't matter. Right. Then the speed'll come. It's quality over quantity. Yeah. The speed will come. The know how will come. The methods will come when you figure out how to make it look good first. Get the technique down, then work on your speed. Right. Dude, I can put a brush coat, I could put a brush coat on a set of steel door casings and you can't even see no brush marks in it.
0: Right. Well, and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the
2: light hand and the feather and the technique and the method and shit that I've learned over time. For sure. Before I fucking slop and mop a door case, and it looked like I painted it with a fucking straw broom or something. Right. You know I mean, I couldn't cut a couldn't cut a straight line for shit. It looked like Helen Keller did it.
0: As yeah. a painter, as a painter, there's nothing worse than said, "Wow, you got out of this job quick." When when you when you hear, "Wow, I can't believe how good the job is," and you guys are like, "You guys don't fuck around." that's the fucking yep. like there speed is a scary thing to hear as a painter because you don't want to ever rush your fucking job but if you can do your job effectively not fuck around be on the hour and say yo we're out of this da, 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 da. yo people respect the fuck out of yep. you like we we yep. just got done with a job like that you know we got kind of pressured into it you know they had another crew they didn't want to deal with it we told them a little more and we said you know hey we'll get, come in come out i mean like I said, it's just me and a buddy. There's nothing to fuck off with. It's just me and him showing up. It's like, yo, we talk shit between rooms. We see each other. I listen to podcasts all day. That motherfucker listens to a brushstroke all fucking day. Like, fuck that. Oh, dude, I fucking hate him for it. Because it, because he'll he'll talk to me. And it's like, I got to go, what's that? And I pull out my headphone. And then he's like, what's that? What's that? It's like, fuck you, Pocahontas. You're listening to fucking nature as you're pu- putting on fucking paint. It's like, fuck you, you know?
2: All right, Bobby. All right, Bobby. Job site music. We got to get into it real quick. What do you uh, listen to on the job?
0: What okay, uh, for the for everybody or for me? You know, because uh, it's got to okay, be on the okay. radio, here, right? Here, it's got to be it, on the radio. Yeah,
2: here it is. You got a job site radio, a community radio. It's just on and playing what's on the radio. On Classic
0: the radio. rock it has to go oh. classic rock it's got to be like 80s 70s well, now i love the love channel so i would put so we have 105.3 in minnesota here um it's the love channel so you'll get everything from fucking 60s to early 2000s of like love music yep. and it's enough to be like well you know 80s music is all ballads and fucking you know uh red red wine all that bull fucking gay shit right um yeah. You know, I'd say classic rock, you know, fucking, you can have a mix of foreigner, Bon Jovi, whatever. They, I wish, I wish they'd go deeper into the cuts. All these bands have deeper fucking cuts <laughs> than Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive every two fucking days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yep. I, I can't do the countries. I, I can't because it just, it just gets to be too wild. Um, you know, you do Cla- classic rock is
2: the number one answer.
0: You have to. It's the easiest to mold with. You know what I'm saying? You blend
2: I I grew up I grew up on classic rock music. I've just heard that's it what forever. What my dad listened to, you know what I mean? That's what my dad listened to with me growing up. We we listened to it when I when I, when I started working with him, that's what we listened to on the community radio. Yeah. And uh, you know, it it, it never fails. It it's it's, uh, we, and, uh, back in Myrtle beach, we had a station called wave one Oh four and it was classic rock seventies, eighties. And now when I, when I go down South to visit and I've got wave one Oh four on, they've got my rock and roll from high school in the mid nineties on the classic rock channel, now, which <laughs> Nirvana I, I highly, offend, highly offends me. Yeah. I'll hear Led Zeppelin one minute and I've got Nirvana and fucking Pearl jam coming on after that. And it's on a classic rock radio station. Kind of pisses me off
0: but what's that one song uh yeah. not, it, it, it's not uh and when did ozzy become an actor um and when did montley crew become classic rock was that was that the it's an ocean avenue song or no stacy's mom is it stacy's mom oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. when did ozzy yeah. become an act yeah, yeah okay okay yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. yeah dude i love music um i don't ever listen to it publicly um I don't fucking listen to it on the job site. I, again, I have my own shit, and I listen to podcasts for the most part. Um, music is always a fun thing for me because, like, I like I like like the fray. Like, I'm one of the fray's biggest fucking fans, dude. And, like, I only like a few of their songs, but like, I'm not one of these people who like, oh, you like, you know, Johnny Cash. What's What's a favorite song? What's your best song besides Hurt? It's like, fuck it. If you like Hurt, you're a Johnny Cash fan because Johnny Cash fucking sang the song. Fuck you. But how do you feel about it as a musician? Do you have to get into the deep dives or can you be okay with a one? Like, can you like somebody just liking one of their songs? Oh, dude,
2: I, the worst thing in the world is the guy that says, Yeah, I'm a Leonard Skinner fan. <laughs> well, well, what's your favorite song? Fucking Freebird, duh. Mm-mm. No, if, if Freebird is your favorite song, you don't like
0: Leonard Skinner. Okay. So yeah,
2: I I appreciate deep cuts just because, you know, I'm a fan of deep cuts. When I bought an album or a CD back in the day, I bought it and listened to the radio hits. But then, you know, track number five, they ain't gonna play that shit on radio. But it's a banger, right? And because I bought the album, only I know it, and whoever else bought the album knows it. But they don't play that shit on the radio, right? So. You know, I'm a purist. I like the the the, the original cuts. You know, I have the old school outlaw country, classic rock. You know, old school hip hop. Anything but bro country on the radio, especially on a job site. You put bro country on the radio, I will throw that motherfucker in the yard. I don't play that shit. You put bro country on my radio on the fucking job site, that bitch is going in the dumpster.
0: That's funny. I've seen dudes fucking radios.
2: I have done it. I have done it, dude. I've chucked fucking radios across whole entire job sites and bounced them off walls before. I don't fuck with that shit. I I hate it.
0: What's the wildest- I'll listen
2: to Mozart. I'll listen to Mozart before I listen to Luke Bryan on the fucking radio.
0: What's the wildest thing? (laughs) Luke Bryan's a funny one. What's the wildest thing you've ever seen somebody play on a job site?
2: Oh, man. Um... I, I, we hired a guy one time, me and my dad did, that was into like metal and shit. And I and I love metal music, I love it, but it's like a personal thing. I can't play that shit on a job site. Yeah. And when I say metal, I'm talking about like deathcore, like hardcore shit. Yeah. Right? And this dude brought a little Bluetooth radio speaker with him to work with, and you know, we got the D-Walt ready. That's the first thing that gets broke out of the van and turned on and brought in the house is the fucking radio.
0: Yep. You know, I feel so, that.
2: We get to work. Everybody's got their tools. Everybody's got their room doing whatever. And we're listening to, let's just say, Stairway to Heaven or something. You know what I mean? On the radio. It's super cliche, but it's the only thing I can think of that's right now. That's a great fucking song. In and in, in all of a sudden, in another room that's echoing because the house is empty, Is all you hear is, <laughs>
1: you know what
2: I mean, the whole time. Dude, I seen my dad just didn't say, didn't say a word, didn't say a word. Walked <laughs> in the room this dude was working in, and he, the, the guy had his back turned to my dad, and my and the the speaker was sitting in the window still of the room he was working in. And my dad reaches over there and grabs this motherfucker like a hockey puck because it was like a three by three, four by four square kind of Bluetooth speaker thing. Yeah, throws the window open and chucks that motherfucker out in the yard. And it bounces off the street because it was in a subdivision. We were working on cookie cutter houses, and this motherfucker just bounces across the fucking pavement on the road that we were working on. We don't, we don't do that shit in here, dude. We, we listening to this.
0: That's right? fucking. If you want to listen to
2: that shit, if you want to listen to that shit, go get some headphones.
0: That's funny as fuck. How'd the guy take it? Yeah. What do you? You just sit there, right? You just, I guess, you just start listening. But he didn't to- say a word.
2: He didn't <laughs> say a word. He, he didn't. He, yeah, he didn't say a word. I guess I'll listen okay, to Ozzy Osbourne. My bad. Oh, okay,
0: <laughs> that's fucking funny, dude. You that,
2: listen to Ozzy if it comes on the fucking radio.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I imagine playing is if it's classic radio. You know, classic radio. Every now and again, you'll get fucking Ozzy. It's like hell yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess I'll listen to Ozzy today for sure. No, I had a guy come in uh, and fucking play Tom Segura's uh, like live soundtrack of him doing comedy, like uh at what? like for an audience so you heard like <laughs> coming from a bathroom this guy was tiling the bathroom bro it pissed everyone in the house off to come into the living room and start conspiring against this fucking dude there was what, a what, mutiny what,
2: what the bad yeah what the bad thing is though was there music already playing in the house before he turned it on
0: yeah for it, it's classic rock my worst. brother yeah just guy just worse. guy just overpowered Don't turn
2: something on that fucking loud. Yeah, don't turn something on that fucking loud if we're already listening to something.
0: Oh yeah, do du- your fucking headphones.
2: Put your ear put your earbuds in and listen to it. Nobody wants to hear that shit.
0: Dueling speakers is like the number one like it will cause a fucking uh jets versus sharks riot in a in a house. Uh, depending on trades like people will start freaking the fuck out. There's one do- wherever you walk into, there's a dominant fucking music and you stick to that. You don't start fucking playing opposite genres. It you know just as loud on the on the second floor. That's a fucked up move.
2: If I walk into a house and the electrician has got fucking you know like Luther Vandross or something going in the bathroom while he's wiring up fucking bathroom lights or something, I'm not gonna go in there and turn my damn radio on. We listening we listening to Luther Vandross today. I don't right. like it, but. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. We'll listen to Luther Vandross till he leaves. Then I'll go get my radio.
0: Right? Or I know this is this is this is brand new to painters and fucking construction guys. Put fucking headphones in. It's not that bad. Like, yeah, I know, I know. Oh yeah, you can't hear a guy when he says, "Hey, fucking give me this." But if you want, it might keep peace. Like. I don't know, like you know what I'm saying. I, dude, I had a paint rep. Let me let me ask you this. I know this is fucked up. Let me let me explain myself before, because I sound like a pussy when I say this. I had a paint All rep. Right. I was I went to the paint store at Hirschfields. It's a Minnesota based you know company or whatever. Um, this is like six months in. Yeah. You know we'd figured out a job. I showed up at nine o'clock one day, being like, "Cool, we got an easy day. I'm not gonna wake up at the ass crack of dawn, fucking at nine o'clock. Roll in. That's a nice day. You get out by two o'clock, right. maybe, whatever." Guy at the paint yeah. store goes, what the fuck, it's nine o'clock, the fucking guys you used to work with are fucking, you know, they've been at work for two hours, I go, dude, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm tired, we just did an exterior till nine o'clock last night, I went, fuck it, we, we you know, we said, fuck it, we'll show up at nine today, he goes, "Ah, oh, you pussy, and I go, you bitch about all the angry fucking dudes who come in here, and you don't think they're angry because they fucking worked till nine the night before, got up to fucking see you at six and have you talk shit, I go, Maybe I'm fucking being smart. Maybe I'm saving myself the anger out of three fucking hours and going to ha- work happy. Who the fuck cares? And the guy goes, you do have a fucking point. As a 20-year-old, you know, 20 painter in, how big of a pussy am I Am I for not being like, fuck it, six is my time. I start at 6.30. Fuck it. Look,
2: dude, I've been doing this for 20 years, okay? Yeah. How long you been painting, Bobby? About how long 10. you been painting? About 10. All right, check this out. If I go into a job, and I can I can paint a house, and let's just for sake of conversation, I can paint a house in eight hours. let just just hypothetically speaking, right? Yeah. I can paint a house in eight hours, right? Well, if you go in there and it takes you twelve hours to paint it, I've made more money than you because I got it done faster than you did.
0: Yeah, for right? sure, for sure.
2: So the quicker the quicker I do my job, the more money i make so it's like i can get the same amount of work done in eight hours that you can in 12 so it don't make a fuck if i show up at noon or if i'm there at fucking four o'clock in the morning right right, right. If i can get it done in the hours that I, i'm my own boss i come to fucking work when i want to
0: i love it i love it
2: you know what I mean? I don't. I don't have a fucking clock. I got to punch. I'm here because I'm here because my ass got out of bed today. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have to. Well, but, but I choose to. So if I want to get, so if I want to get up and be on the job at twelve, now I'm not going to wait till fucking twelve o'clock. Fuck to no. Show up. Fuck no. I'm just saying if, if yeah. I want to. If yeah. I want to.
0: Right. You know. No. And I then feel there's you. Some
2: instances, I got a job. I got a job going on right now that the lady don't want me to start till ten o'clock in the morning. And you do it. And I do it. Yeah. That lady likes to get up in her, bathroom, get her coffee, eat her oatmeal, watch her morning shows, do her thing with nobody in the fucking house. Yeah, and and the clock, she's up and she's up and dressed, makeup done, hair's fixed, she's ready for the day. So I get to start my day. Right. I ain't got a problem with that. Right. And, and I get you to plan sleep around a little bit then.
0: Yeah, and you plan around it. I yeah, mean, it's plan it, around. It right. is. It, it's uh, you know, and that's and, and when I'm talking like uh, like you know, when when you deal with like uh. You know, not not reconstruction, but uh, you know, you're doing a couple rooms, or somebody who's not doing a complete demo on their house or a new build. You right. are subject yeah. to, to homeowners waking up and having their morning routine. Yeah, and, absolutely, and that 100% yeah. changes your day. Absolutely, but there are so many old timers who are like, "I'm at the shop at 5:30." It's like to sit around for two because you hate your wife and you don't want to wake up with her and fucking have the morning fucking whatever. It's like most painter you know, I joke, but uh, sorry, go on. If I've got a job that starts at 10,
2: they don't want me in their house till 10 o'clock. Yeah. I'll get up normal time, get my coffee, stop at McDonald's, get me a biscuit, go by the paint store, bullshit with the guys at the the paint store. Yeah. And dude, no lie, a lot of my work comes from hanging around the paint store. Yeah. At the end of the day, in the morning while I'm drinking my coffee, somebody will come in and need a fucking bathroom painted or I've, I've got a lot of jobs hanging out at the paint store. So it's a running joke in my family that my kids pick on me because I hang out, quote unquote, at the paint store, right? I'm making money. I'm I'm fishing for work. You know what I mean? I'm nosing around answering a couple questions customers got that the fucking paint store guys can't fucking answer because they're not on the job and they don't see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't apply the paint. They just sell
2: it. yeah, I hang around and I fish for work. It, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I've gotten more work from hanging around at the paint store and bullshitting and chopping it up with the guys at the counter. You know, talking to customers when they come in about different things they're doing. I got a job. Here, you got a card, sir? you damn right I do. Here you go. Pow. And throw them a card. Two days later, they're calling me want me to come paint a bathroom. All because I was just hanging out at the paint store.
0: Right. It's a quick 500 bucks. Well, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be surprised. Uh, I have a good relationship with uh, the guys I go to my, for my paint store um, because when I was an employee for a company, I would walk in and I had respect. Yo, yeah, well, you're busy. Let me know when you're here. I, I, I'm not going to fucking tell you that my paint business or who I work for is more important than what the fuck you do. You got eight of us. Right. Eight fucking yeah. companies you got to appease to. Dudes I worked yeah. with would just walk in and be like, those guys are shit. I can't believe their attitude. It's like i don't have a fucking ever have a problem and those dudes have recommended me to to builders to homeowners uh, the dudes at the counter who sell private fucking homeowners in a good neighborhood they recommend me because I walk in and I don't demand anything. I say, hey, if you have the time, what can I do? Well, you know, I don't take a shit in their fucking bathroom and then say, hey, good luck fucking going in there on your break. You know, Shit like that where it's like you guys are all fucked up. I treat these guys like they're fucking royalty. They're guys who make your paint. When you need a sample and you don't want them to do a dick job and fuck you over and have to do two coats because they rush their fucking sample. You know, there's shit like that where it's like, it's it makes sense. Hang out there. You're there. You're spending money. Talk to your rep. Fucking see, you know, the guys at the counter are fucking, they're good guys to, get, you know, get in with. Grease your palms, baby. Suck them off a little bit
2: you remember me talking about building the relationship with the customer and talking to them and first naming them and honey, baby sugaring and you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You, I do yeah. the same thing with the guys. I, I do the same guy. I thought the same thing with the guys at the paint store. Yeah. If I can go in the paint store and talk to them about my neighbor and not paint related shit, just random stuff. Yeah. It works I'm in out. With you. you know, I mean? I, I'm in with you because, you know, we talking about personal shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get a, I'm not tooting my own horn or anything like that, but my relationship with my paint rep and my guys at Sherwin-Williams is good enough to where I get it as a, as a independent small business owner. And I'm not like huge, I'm not a big corporation or anything like that, but me as a small business owner in the town that I live in, I get just as good a deal as a fucking big corporate general contractor would. Hell yeah. My paint prices, my paint prices are fucking the, the cheapest that they can get. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And my relationship with my paint rep, I meet this motherfucker at least once once a week, once every other week for coffee, for lunch, to hang out, to bullshit. You know what I mean? We, He sells paint. I buy it. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, you know for, what sure, mean? But for sure. For sure. I take him to lunch. He takes me to lunch. I buy him coffee. He buys me coffee. We talk about shit. You know what I mean? So whenever it comes time, like a new product, hey, ren Need you to try this new Sherwin Williams Woodscapes Rain Refresh right here. Just they're making it right now, and he's probably shooting me a line of shit. You know what I mean? He's trying to sell it, but still, give me first dibs it. on it. Yeah, yeah, give me first dibs on it. I'll fucking I'll, I'll paint the shit
0: out of it. We, ju- we just
2: or or, or hey hey, uh, uh Grayco's got this fucking wild ass like hip sprayer thing. You ever seen one of those? I'm like, yeah, Wagner makes someone like, here, try this one out. And let me know what you think. I didn't pay a fucking dime for it, but here, try it and see what you think. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, that's what's up, dude. We just met.
2: With I demo a- shit. All, I demo shit all the time, man. And 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 when I get done with it, you know, two weeks a month. How you like it? It's all right. It does this. It does that. You want it back? Nah, you keep it. Just don't worry about it.
0: Merry yeah, Christmas. And, and you got to fuck it. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Badass. We just met with our first fucking paint rep uh, last Thursday. So we were getting the prices. You know, we were doing the fucking whatever. Uh, and you know the nice thing not the nice thing because in the long run it hurts us but as a short you know we started up our company in may we kind of started with no money my buddy knew a guy who was a rep for sherwin so we would just buy paint under his his name because to us dude that fucking matters so we were getting uh super paint at fucking 24 24 23 somewhere pretty bad pretty good bad. dude i'm looking at the smile on yeah, your face Look, the smile on your face says when you're starting your own business that was a good price That's to good. have because you got to put on good product for the customer even though you didn't get you know in the long run it hurts us not buying on our own on our own fucking uh company but yeah starting up that was a nice price to pay for good paint and that helped us out a lot because the touch-ups were easier Fucking everything was so much. You fucking just sit better. here
2: and heard you. You just sit here and heard about and heard me brag about my prices at Sherwin Williams. You know what I pay for super paint, dude? What do you pay? I pay tw- I pay twenty five dollars a gallon.
0: That and that means you put on a lot of fucking super paint because we only got it because the guy was a fucking sales rep.
2: Super paint retails in West Virginia at the store that I buy it from for. 47 almost 50 dollars a gallon yeah went up over the last few months so i get it for 25 dollars. means the
0: world means the fucking world
2: yeah dude it's ridiculous you might as well give it to me i can't go to fucking lowe's and buy it for that much
0: no and and my you know the the paint rep we met with we were telling him that and he works for Hurstfield, which is again a minneapolis-based company a little lower right. but I only buy my 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 rollers, my fucking uh paint brushes, all all that shit I buy from Hershfields cuz I'm not a big fan of Sherwin shit, and, you know. I love their paint. I don't love their material their, their 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 you know, selection to paint from, but I love their paint. Uh, this guy was like telling us like ah, you know this paint matches up to the to super paint and we'll do this and I was like no nah, it doesn't it, I just I the whole time in my head I was like it doesn't I've painted with it I know exactly what you're talking about you're lying like you're just trying to get me to I I love it I'll, I'll take it from a cheaper price but I still have to buy five more gallons of it than I would have to yep. for super paint, and it's fucking me over yep. in the long run. I I, I want to agree with you, but I don't agree with you. The super paint is fucking amazing. Dude, we just fucked ourselves uh, by accident because we've been buying so much super paint. We miscalculated and forgot the homeowner said duration. And usually we'll talk them out of duration because of our price on super paint. We don't get that kind of price on duration. So we were buying it at 66 a gallon. This is with a discount. It Fuck. hurt. It hurt, dude. Damn. You, you go through 16 gallons of paint, that shit, you feel it every time you buy the, you know. Dude,
2: Dura- oh. I, was around, I was around when Duration first came out, right? Yeah. And my dad's paint rep at the time at the Sharon williams back in Myrtle, uh, he was giving it to my, you know, try this try this one, try this one, try this one, try this one. And we had a lot of exterior work going on, and then Duration came out with the exterior shit, and the paint rep was the same way. Try this one, try this one, try this one. It was like different kinds, like I don't know, like fucking uh, exterior, like semi glosses and flats and satins. Yeah,
0: and all gay.
2: Fucking like a rain, like a like the first versions of the rain refresh shit and all this kind of stuff. Scrubble, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the rain refresh. You can I like scrub that. Duration like a thousand times, like thousand passes, or some crazy shit. Dude, I put so much fucking duration on houses, dude. No lie. I, I wouldn't be scared to say that in two, maybe two summers, we put enough fucking duration on to fill a 53 foot fucking enclosed
0: trailer of just pure paint. Nice. Of just fucking duration, dude. Of nice.
2: Just duration. But then super paint comes out. Fucking super paint's, let's say, $20 cheaper than duration. It's just as fucking good, lasts just as long. It's just not scrubbable who gives a fuck about that if it's dirty call me to fucking repaint it don't fucking scrub it that's stupid
0: well and even you know don't be an asshole like i always say like uh with you know ah, damn it i got a fucking dog hair in my mouth or a cunt hair whichever one comes first um, <laughs> um
2: i would have said that i would have said the latter not the dog hair
0: right i know right i was like fuck maybe it's i should sort the- start with cunt hair um <laughs> no but uh no dude that's crazy because uh yeah we'll we'll tell people it's like it does not matter it's like especially exterior it's like yo there's there's even if it says flat there's a sheen in it to keep up with fucking you know getting beat down yeah. so like it's not like yeah. it's gonna come on like a flat house paint like interior it's like no, no 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 there's there's something in there to keep it fucking good like you don't have to kill yourself with satin trust me when the sun shines on it you're gonna be pissed you
2: know. All right, Bobby. Here's a question for you. Just this one question will tell me everything I need to know about you as a painter.
0: Oh no. One question. Oh no. The whites what? already scared me.
2: No, 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 no. I don't give a shit about the whites. As long as you got a as long as you got a straight brush, I don't give a fuck what you're painting in. But I, I just prefer whites. My one question to you is what brand of paintbrush do you use?
0: I'm scared to tell you now. We go with the uh Wooster Silver tip. In your eyes closed, I'm scared.
2: <laughs> no, dude, I'm a Purdy purist, right?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're I've Sharon williams used... guy. You're a williams guy. Yeah,
2: I've always used Purdy. Purdy's always been good to me. A lot of guys don't like Purdy. A lot of guys like Wooster. A lot of guys like this Corona brushes and shit. Mm-hmm. I-, I just like a fucking blue bristle three-inch Purdy. I could cut the fucking world with a three-inch Purdy, man. Oh, okay. I don't like the wide stocks. I just like the regular blue bristle. Three and a half, the, the, the three-inch brush.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I've painted with Woosters. They're, they're decent brushes. I just, I prefer the fucking Purdy. And and normally, like, back in the day when I first started coming up and painting, man, like, the slop and mop painters,
1: mm-hmm.
2: they use, like, they use Woosters. They use fucking, you know, like, the Walmart version of a paintbrush, the plastic shit. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, when a, when a, when you know we've we we subbed some stuff from a from a painter one time. that had his own crew. He needed some help, so we went and helped him. But his crew, we showed up on the job, and these guys all have like Woosters and Coronas, and this dude breaks out a fucking briefcase that looks like a damn <laughs> gu, gun case. You know what I mean? have seen like, him, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, well, fuck. You know, I, I've painted this one brush has made me thousands of dollars. Yeah, one brush thousands of dollars and here you got a whole fucking cache of fucking brushes like you're the rambo of painting or some bullshit one brush dude i show up on a job i might have two yeah if i gotta get if i gotta get into more than one color and i don't feel like cleaning up another brush i might break out another brush but it's a fucking three inch priority i feel
0: you yeah see that's what i know i'm gonna piss you off because mine's a two and a half inch sash uh oh fuck <laughs> sash, bro. The long handle shits, dude. Well no, 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 no. See, I, I gotta show you the Wooster because what the whole thing about it was is we started oh, off with three man. inch. We started off with three inches and it had like the real thin but wider fucking handle, right? And it was a it was a just square brush, no fucking sash. Yep. This is for sure the the painters podcast. Like, if you're a painter, bro, you fucking love this fucking shit. You're talking shop with dudes drinking. Like, this is what painters' wet dreams are. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I do it because these guys hooked me into it. But at the time we were buying them, they were six bucks on the shelf, and they were getting from for like three bucks on the fucking on the you know right. on the cheap and at the time my boss you know the same guy just like you never a fucking advertisement always just got referred to in work huge houses nice nice big homes with people with money not that that's a big deal but that's actually where you want your referral because those are the people who do not give a fuck about your price they just want your good work um yep and that guy you know bitched about how they started off with four inch brushes and uh, you know, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> see, that's what I am saying. Not on, not on, not on, not on the inside, man. That's what I am saying. Oh, see, see, this dude, yeah, he was old school, but then uh, you know, it, it it changes, and it's like it, it, I always joke with my buddy. I go, painting is the one is the one trade that home depot advertises like hey asshole (laughs) do you want to change your home fucking paint it (laughs) so it's like painters painters are the first guys to be like no 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 i fucking you gotta have it's like in my eyes and like and i love you for it i love you for it because it makes it fun to talk about this but you got some dudes who will like tell you you can't paint shit with a two and a half inch sash. it's like i'll bet you i can i it's it's just it's it's just like i paint shoe mold
2: around a kitchen with a three inch purdy hell yeah all day long on my hands and knees i've did it for fucking years and 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 i'm not bragging i'm just yeah i've been it a long time no you're fine you're fine um I, i don't i don't fuck around like my shit is straight man like i got laser lines dude I don't fuck around. Now, when I say I only use Purdy, now, the only other brush that I will keep in my fucking arsenal is an artist brush.
0: Is an That's artist it. brush? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Now, just for, for example, you got two door casings that come together in a corner.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you got that one little, like, half-inch window down them two corners of door casings that you can't get that three-inch Purdy in and you need something a little smaller to get in there, just to put some color on there, so it looks like there's the same color. You ain't got to get it perfect. Yeah. Just put you some paint in there to make it look like the same color that's on the rest of the walls. That's the only other brush that I'll keep in my in my arsenal is is an artist brush, nice. and it's not the long bristled one. It's just a little short fan bristle uh, fan, fan bristled artist brushes that you can get in there and just
0: there you go, throw your paint in. I like that. I like that. See, I'm I'm with you. We use uh. I'll, I'll use a two-inch, two and a half inch sash on fucking my enamel i'll use it on my fucking walls and i'm telling you i mean give it give me an oil that lays a little bit lays a little flat dude i'm telling you that you won't even fucking know i put that two and a half inch sash on you talked about touch whoo dude you give me an oil with a fucking two and a half inch sash it's gonna look nice all right i lied
2: there's two questions i got one more
0: all right what kind of enamel do i use
2: no, 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 no. It ain't got nothing to do with that. Do you use tape?
0: I mean, now what's the – I got to know your finish process, though. How when, do you finish? When you, do you finish when woodwork? You, when, you,
2: when, you, when you cut your baseboard in or your door case, like your back bands, like your, the, the, the edge that goes to the wall, yep. right, the little short piece, little back band, do you tape up the wall to paint that backband, or do you freehand it? Or do you tape up a doorknob and paint around it freehand? Or do you tape up baseboard when you're rolling so you don't sprinkle? Or when you cut in, do you put tape on the top lip of the baseboard so you get a straight line?
0: I, do you use tape? I want it to be, no, there's, hold on, painter. this is a painter's podcast, so I get to ask a painter's question. Are you back rolling over finished woodwork? Like, are you, are you rolling out your, your finished paint on the wall over your finished woodwork that you just enameled?
2: My doors and door casings are the first fucking thing I do when I go in a house. Minus priming the wall. Minus priming the walls. But the last thing, thing the you do.
0: Thing. Last thing you do is woodwork. Is the walls right? Last thing you do is you do a yeah, cut roll. It's
2: easier. It's easier to cut a straight line on the wall to the door casing mm-hmm. than it is the door casing to the wall. For you sure. Get more surface area to get your straight line. For sure. So my door casings are the first fucking thing I do before I ever now, finish a wall. base. So that that means that means that my baseboard. Is the very last thing that I do, but it already has two coats on it—one primer and one finish coat. The last thing I do before I walk out of a fucking house and turn the key on it, and it's done. Is the baseboard finish coat done? Bam! I don't give a fuck about sprinkles on my baseboard because I still got one more coat to put.
0: That's on. that's what I was gonna ask you because that's how that's about your finishing process. Because the only thing I tape is my base because I would finish base and then I roll my walls just to keep the sprinkle off the off the base. But I don't. I don't you know, do base, my jams. Base
2: is the base is the last thing you do because your flooring guys are going to be in there putting flooring down while you're putting while you're rolling walls.
0: I see now. they're going. Is... They're
2: going to they're, they're gonna, they're gonna scuff it up. They're going to you know walk by it and throw a little bit of lint on it or yeah. a little bit of scuffy oh, dirt. They're, they're going to you know fuck it mean? up so, for sure. Yeah, kick it. I don't give a fuck. I got one more coat to put on it. Do what you got to do. And, and, and you got to f- right. yeah. come back for final.
0: Right. And you got to come back for final. Yeah. yeah. No, see, and that's th- see. This is where I love I love talking to painters because a lot of dudes get stuck in that like uh, this is my way, but it's like how were you taught? Because like we're just about to change that. Like I was always taught to to finish with walls, tape your base, but you learn the step it takes to tape that base. You might be able to just freehand that, and now you've mixed the same time without having to cut. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I Bobby, feel you by the
2: by the time by the time the, the time it takes you to 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 tape, tape up the your base. Board.
0: Yep. After you've done your second coat and all that,
2: I can already have it painted by the time you tape it up.
0: Yep, done. Here's
2: another thing that my here's another thing that my dad taught me that was super important. We don't use tape. Tape is for lazy people. If you can't cut a fucking straight line without tape, I don't need you.
0: Right. Well, that's why that's why I had to ask you. I ain't got money for tape. I'm buying paint. (laughs) Well, that's why I had to ask you. How are you taping? Because the tape, like, if you're taping jams and taping windows and you can't cut that shit to a nice line, you're fucking useless. The only reason I use tape on the base is because it's already finished. I don't want the sprinkle, but I like I like. I, don't, and,
2: I finish my trim, but I don't finish my baseboard. The baseboard, I finish it and it's, all but one, the last coat. You don't all touch but the, the base last coat,
0: and you just have a nice line right where you already cut and all that. Yeah, yeah. Do I feel you? Yeah, yeah. Don't and like yeah. and like all that. Like I just talked to my ex. My my boss just called me to give me a job. My ex boss just called me to give me a job that he you know had before. Um, and we were right. talking about how. You know, the kind of paint I use for enamel, which is kind of what I was thought you were bringing up. I use ILVA. So that's like a commercial fucking, like, uh, that's like, that, like that's not usually used, like, in, co- like, uh, residential houses new or anything. Where do you get it? Hirschfields. That's what I'm saying. Hirschfields is like a, is like a smaller Minneapolis brand of paint, but it's pretty big. It's big in Minneapolis. There's a ton of stores in Minneapolis, but it's not a Sherwin-Williams, but it's it a, uh, what's that? No, bro, it's the, f- it, 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 I can, I can repaint it. I can literally, I, I'm not kidding you. I can recode it in a half an hour, given the right fucking, if it, the house is nice and it's not like a window that's like got a draft or something, I'm telling you right now, yeah. I could, I could prime it. I can two coat it in fucking two hours. It dries so quick. It's like a, it's like, it's a, it's like an alcohol based dude. It's made for like shops that have like a controlled environment. Like shellac essentially yeah it's essentially a shellac but it's it's uh you you're supposed to use a shellac primer and then dude but they have but ilva also has its own primer so if the wood is like a used wood like 20 year old wood you want to shellac at first and then uh you can even use that bin synthetic that's like a water-based less you know less stinky not alcohol
2: fuck that that.
0: but you can use it with this product and it actually works out really fucking well um and the ilva like i I said
2: shellac i hate shellac it
0: sucks it sucks but that is a great fucking primer i mean if you need it to stick to something you can get it to stick right but but anyways but dude this shit is nice but but it's a fucking it's so finicky if you have any contamination if you don't follow the right kind of caulk if you try to you know putty something that you saw last second and do a final coat it'll crack over it it's made for industrial fucking like in-house like controlled environment shit so rub, how much you know, is the
2: five how much is the five of it
0: i think you're looking at fucking 90 bucks a gallon so you're close to fucking you're over 500 bucks a gallon with taxes Shoo. it's a nice one but that's why so i was talking to you about it Um, We're going to use advanced.
2: $500 for a five-gallon bucket?
0: of But, dude, but you can imagine being able to two-coat and prime all in the same day.
2: Holy shit! Two coat and prime. The I'm same not giving day. you. I'm not giving you no more than two hundred
0: dollars for a five gallon bucket. But, Fuck that. But but no then but, but the next so like the, so like the next option besides using emerald or, or what uh, Sherwin has when I use that Hirschfields, I could go for sixty bucks a gallon at an uh Advanced you, you know what Advanced is yeah that's a Benny I think that's Benny Moore um yeah. but yeah. but you can't tape to it so your method works perfect put on a coat no tape yeah. the tape doesn't stick yep. to advanced anymore whatever solvent they used after fucking you know it, something went wrong where it didn't matter it just kept seeping something where tape wasn't sticking and uh i just talked to my old boss about switching up you know how he uh, i was like i know you know you were always like oh finish walls blah 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 i go dude to be honest we might save ourselves 60 fucking bucks in a gallon or not 60 but you know, thirty bucks, thirty-five bucks, forty bucks a gallon with using advance, and we'll do that. We'll finish fucking base. Last thing we do is we'll do a nice fucking line, finish base, no tape, no nothing, and fucking call it good. Um, so actually, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, about ready to to practice your method in my in my painting practice. Um, doing base last after we fucking do. Uh, I know, Man, I know. Hey, there's
2: no way I could pay five hundred dollars for a five
0: gallon. Well, we don't buy not fives. Bad. Most of the time, you know, again, we're just starting out. So, like, we'll have, uh, you know, even we'll do uh, three gallons of fucking, you know, a floor, maybe, maybe four gallons of floor or something. So, so really, you know, and then maybe we'll, and I like to section off. So I won't do the whole house at once. I'll do uh, an upstairs, get that enameled, get that, you know, um, while we're, while we're doing the downstairs, then we can go upstairs and fucking paint. You know what I'm saying? Or what, however the fuck bounce your way around. Yep. yeah but uh yeah i fucking love that i get to talk shop with you
2: (laughs) (laughs) this now now again talking about the tape thing i'm not gonna sit here and tell you i don't use tape
0: no i every every painter
2: there are certain applications that require tape i do a lot of custom work yeah yeah. floor refinishing a lot of custom door works you know what i mean i do a lot i do all kinds of custom shit so whenever i'm doing you know i'm refinishing hardwood floors and they've got baseboard down or if they've got shoe mold hooked to that baseboard. I don't want to nick my shoe mold or my baseboard with my floor sander. No, you're good. I don't want to get poly on my fucking shoe mold. Frog tape's the fucking greatest thing ever, dude.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: You know what I mean? So I I mean I I buy my blue three M tape. I always keep a fucking fat stack of roll of three M tape. Oh, so you got three M I I, I always got that shit on date. How do you feel with PG? Blue blue painted fuck that shit. You don't like PG? No, dude. The fucking uh, 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 frog tape uh, is best. Tape, the orange frog tape and the fucking two and a half inch, two inch. I can't remember what it is I used to use the three, but it's just more tape than you need. It's two inch or two and a half. Blue 3M painters tape. Dude, I buy it by the fucking box. Okay. Just to have and keep and do. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't go through that much. But when I buy it, I buy it by the box. And when I run out of that box, I'll buy another one. But uh, yeah, dude. 3M or fucking frog tape.
0: No, I get you. Frog, the, tape, frog tape has saved
2: my ass before.
0: The guy I'm working with, he's done frog tape. Frog tape is like, uh, it's, uh, I tried getting my rep. I just, like I said, we just met with him Thursday. I was telling him frog tape, and he was, he was kind of looking at me. It's like, come on. You know what I'm talking about. I know we're small, but fucking give us the frog tape benefit here because I could use that shit. There's no I can't, peeling I can't,
2: buy, I can't I can't buy frog tape in bulk just because it costs so much but yeah. I do buy a roll or two of the orange tape every now and, and then And when just you need to keep it in the truck and well, half
0: When yeah. you need it for like a precise line that you fucking have to have that's and and not pull whatever finish off is on what you're going to stick it to yeah. frog tapes your yeah. fucking man Yeah Yeah No they I've
2: repainted I, I've repainted gymnasiums with like the different colors on the block you know what i mean like the school colors differentiated on the walls or whatever yeah i put frog tape on a fucking cinder block wall dude and it'll hold a fucking line yeah it's good it's fucking great it's great that's
0: why i like uh here's a
2: here's another is another trick or another question this is just a bullshit question do you like or or do you pay attention do you watch any of that to the idaho painter
0: is that the guy? Or do you know who the
2: Idaho painter is? Is
0: that the guy who like shows you different shit? Like he shows you like you know I'll spray with two. He has like four sprayers hooked up in uh, one spray gun, and he'll be like, I can get two walls done with this. And he'll show you like, you know, he he tests yeah, he's out.
2: Got, he's got ta- he's, he's got tattoos and shit.
0: Yeah, and he's got different. He he's the one who tried out yeah, the that's the like him. the D that's wall. Him. The remember the the battery sprayer. He was the one who's like, "Yeah, this is like, you know what I'm saying." He had a cup gun with like a D. DeWalt fucking. I've got two.
2: I've got two. I've got two of, got two of them. That's he, my money maker. He right.
0: hated on them. He hated those fucking things, right? Like that's that. <sighs> I think that's the guy I'm thinking of. He's he's a, he's an he's all right looking guy. You hate him. Yeah, He's a joke. You hate yeah, him.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. Dude, he's got a fucking YouTube channel, and instead of being in the game for the love of painting and the art of it and all that shit, like me. You know, and take pride in your work and doing all this. He started a fucking YouTube channel. Now he's doing all these how-to videos and product reviews. He's got his own fucking store. You know what I mean? It's a whole thing.
0: He had one. I I saw one that, and his gun. He's a fucking joke. He had the gun that had the so you know you, your spray gun's here, and he had two fucking tips off to the side, so each fan was covering yeah. the other fan, so you could essentially. Yep. Yeah, yeah, That's the guy. I feel you. It's gimmicky. Like you get gimmicky. That's why yeah. I give Sherwin. Sh- I give Sherwin shit about their ma- their, their 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 painting material because it feels gimmicky. Some of the shit they try to sell you, compared to like a place I get to go to like Hirschfields, where like, you know, you get a good fucking roll. Ha- I-
2: yeah. Having said that, though, having said that, I took one thing from the Idaho Painter. That's a game changer. When you use Frog Tape or tape at all, 3M, what, you know, PG, whatever you're using, to get a fucking laser-cut straight-ass line, it'll make a fuck if it's frog tape or not. You caulk your tape first.
0: Caulk your tape.
2: Caulk the tape line, like the edge that you want to keep straight.
0: Like oh, a, you like a cinder, it.
2: Like on a cinder block, like a cinder block wall. It's textured. It's got a little bit of holes and dips and divvies in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you put your tape on wherever you want it, and your little curvy design or your straight line to cut your colors in half put your tape down right the edge that you want straight you rub with your thumb to get it all sealed down to the wall and you take a small little bead of caulking along that line and just take your fucking finger you lick it stick it in a wet rag or a bucket of water and just run your finger it ain't gotta be pretty just run your fucking finger across it and seal that line up okay the paint run so the paint run can't get behind the little divot in the wall or whatever right yeah you ain't even got to let it dry, dude. Cut that fucking line in, rip the tape off, and that son of a bitch is laser-level line straight.
0: Huh. I like that.
2: Jesus Christ. See, how, this is why I like mm. talking to painters. That's the only thing I've taken from the Idaho painter. I watched one video of taping your fucking, or caulking your tape, and that's the only thing I've taken from that son of a bitch. He's just gimmicky. He's in it for the fucking money now. I mean, I guess that's everybody's American dream is money, 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 but... I, I paint because I like doing it. Yeah. I paint because I have a passion to to renew things and give them a different, you know, a, a new life and all this kind of shit. I'm in it for the love of it, you know? Yeah. This motherfucker, this motherfucker's in it for the dollar. Nice. He might know a little something about painting because he had his own paint company one time, but who doesn't that has a paint company?
0: Right. Right. Yeah, Some, you,
2: everybody knows. Even if it's wrong, everybody knows a little bit of something when they have a paint company, and that goes for anything: electricians, plumbers. It don't make a fuck. Everybody knows a little something about their trade, right? This guy was successful enough. He threw a YouTube video up one day, and people started clicking on it, and then he just fucking ran with it, and now he's this big thing on YouTube,
0: right? Well, and that's why it's like uh, I like got joke that painters like. <clears throat> you know, you'll meet, you'll meet one painter who's like, I, I, you can't fucking be a good painter if you don't have this or that. It's like, it's a bunch of assholes justifying their living, even though Home Depot advertises homeowners can do it them fucking selves. Like, it's like, if you could do a good job, be personable, not fuck someone out of a fucking, you know, whatever at their time or whatever, and do a better job than a homeowner would, you're a good fucking painter. Like, it, it's always the people who are like, uh, you know, uh, like I said, there's always there's, everyone has their fucking you know their quirks or whatever the fuck they need out of someone. But if you can fucking put on the paint two coats and it looks fucking phenomenal, you're you're a good fucking painter, you know. Now some people can I do can it quicker. Paint
2: a, I, I can paint a wall. You can paint a wall. Tom Dick and Harry down the street can paint a wall. Yeah. Right. You can paint. You can paint that motherfucker with a pine top and a fucking rag.
0: Yeah. Or, or go go and brush that motherfucker,
2: or or, 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 or or you can paint it with a paintbrush and a legit roller. Right. The end result is the most important thing. If you can make if you can make your pine top paintbrush look as good as my fucking purdy, paint that motherfucker with a pine top. Is all right? I can tell you. Hell yeah. No, my buddies. The, the end result. The end result is what matters. I don't give a damn if you paid five dollars for your paintbrush. If you know how to use it, and you know how to work it, and you know how to drive that motherfucker, and you can make that five dollar paintbrush look like my thirty dollar paintbrush. Use your $5 paintbrush. But if you can't, you got to use what I use to get the same <laughs> result.
0: Oh, exactly. There you go. That's what I like. See, that's what's fun to talk about paintings is when dudes, uh, when dudes are just like, hey, if you can paint that fucking wall just as good as me, fuck you. You're, you're right on with whatever you're doing. But, you know, if you want to start charging yeah. the same prices for a shittier wall, fuck you.
2: Because I look at it like this. I'm a I'm a painter. You're a painter. There's a bunches and bunches and bunches of painting companies in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. We're literally selling a fucking ruse, man. Like, because any homeowner can paint their fucking house if they want to. Yeah, for sure. But but I do it for a living, and you pay me to do it. But so you don't have to. But you can do it if you want. Right. Well, and you can. You're just paying. you just paying me to do it because you're lazy and you don't feel like fucking doing it.
0: Well, because you, so ta- you have to. You have to tape why, your ceiling. That's
2: why, Bobby. That's why, Bobby. I pride myself on, you know, building that rapport with the homeowner. And making them trust me and getting in their pocket like that because I'm selling you a fucking ruse. I'm just a fucking guy that can put paint on just like you can. Right. I gotta sell you what I do. Yeah. And that's with anything really, but I paint a wall. Yeah. I, I mean, to prove it to you, let me paint your house. That's, yeah. that's essentially what it is. You exactly. Know
0: what I mean? Exactly.
2: So you gotta you gotta sell it. And if I can get I can get in good with you and call you Bob and, and not have to call you Mister Bob. That's already money in my pocket.
0: Right. Or you if, get the if guy. I come to,
2: yeah. Or if, if I do wind up getting the job and I show it one morning and you're talking to me about Sally next door that fucking showed up in her nightgown outside and you can see her whole ass. We friends. We buddies.
0: For sure. And dude, I, I, I'm
2: going to wind up, I, I'm going to wind up painting the outside of your house when the weather changes, probably because we're buddies now.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that's 100%. I'm that's- thinking of the end. I'm thinking of the end game, Bobby.
2: Boy, you know what I mean, hey. repeat customers are my bread and butter.
0: And that's 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 how you paint. That's literally how you make your paint business succeed is that you get called back or you get called? Oh, hey, you know, you did this. This so and so is in the neighborhood. We would love you to have our fucking, you know, we need to do our house. We just did one where we finished on a Thursday. By that next Sunday, we were doing a bid for a house in the same neighborhood because they posted on their community channel on Facebook you know and then it's like good because right. that builder used the same shit flat paint in every one of these fucking houses. I hope all of you have kids. I hope all of you have five kids that have been putting their greasy fucking finger hands all over these fucking walls. These flat fucking walls. Let that fucking yeah, dude, shit. The work. worst
2: thing I hate, the worst thing I hate when I walk into somebody's house to look at it, to paint it. Well, what color would you paint it? Oh. uh uh-uh. I don't answer that question. I don't answer that question because this is your house. When I get done painting, I'm never going to see it again.
0: Unless yeah, not you call me consult- back and repaint it. I'm not a consultant. uh uh-uh.
2: No, I'm here to show you what colors I can put on your wall, but that's it. You now, get to
0: pick the fucking color. I'll
2: I, paint that motherfucker green with purple polka dots if you want me to. Have you have you
0: been pay. have you been in the situation where like I painted for like, like I told you like 9 years before I started my own business. Our first fucking job we had as a company. Um the lady wants this margaritaville blue put on her house and there she gave us two colors margarita blue uh you know fucking margaritaville fucking whatever or fucking like a standard gray the neighborhood is base tone colors white black gray you're not fucking around bro yeah she put me in the spot where somebody told me right away don't ever give recommendation because if you fuck up then they can whatever dude she goes i'm thinking the blue and i go I'm going to tell you right now, the blue looks good in a small section of what you're looking at. I go, it's going to look a little bit different when you have your entire house this color. I go, I'm not trying to give you a recommendation. I'm just trying to tell you you're going to be more shocked from what you know what you see here just on the square. I tell right. her that. We get three fucking sides of the house done. Three of the worst sides of the house <laughs> you can get done. And she comes out yep. the morning we start and says... That's too blue. Well, she goes, I don't want to piss you off. And my, my buddy goes, yo, your face was like... Because I was like, I didn't tell her, but I told her. And I went, seems like we might have talked about this. And she goes, I thought you weren't giving me a recommendation. I go, I wasn't. I was just talking as a person who's put paint on. I go, but... Whatever you need to be done, you know, I told her and I was like, well, we're almost done. I go, we're going to have to figure out if you want to change colors because that's a price change. That's, you know, we'll figure it out. Kind of gave her the like, hey, we're not going to change colors and give you three fucking sides of your house back for free. Like we, we guided you, you know,
2: dude. I painted the outside of a fucking house almost barn red one time. I give the lady my swatch book, and I left it with her. I said, here, pick. I already won the job. I already had the job. I said, here, pick your color out. Let me know what it is. I'll get it from the paint <laughs> store, and we'll get started, right? Yeah. So I show up. Did she calls me on the phone. Said, I think I got my color picked out. She. I, I go to her house. You know what I mean? Like, I, I buddied them up. I, had, I drank a glass of sweet tea with them standing there. So she gives me this piece of paper, and it had the paint code on it, like the SW4073, whatever, in the name of the color, right? And she had uh, 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 cell phone pictures of the swatch colors, right? It automatically fucks the color up because it's digital. But anyway, she give me the, the the color names and the codes and all that, and then sent and then text messaged me the colors, you know, on a cell phone picture or whatever. So when I seen the colors, they weren't called red; they were off the wall color names or something. So I looked them up, dude, and I'm talking. Fucking like two shades off from barn red, (laughs) the outside of this lady's house. And I text, you know, when I was standing there and I'm like, "Mm, do you like red? Is red like red, your favorite color? And that was all I asked her, right? Just why red? Well, you don't like it. And I'm like, I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. I love every color you pick lady. (laughs) I think it'll look great. You think so? I'm like, yeah, it'll give it that old-timey barn look. Yeah, I fucking love it. Excellent. Excellent choice, right? I put the fucking paint on, dude. I painted her whole fucking house. She raved about it. That looks great. I love it. Real eccentric people. They were old like hippies and shit. You know what I mean? It was a whole thing. Two weeks later, I got done. They paid me. It was great. It was a whole thing. Two weeks later, hey, uh, can you come back to the house? I got something I want to talk to you about. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, I I get done. I get done today. I'll I'll swing by. It was on the way home or whatever. I stopped by standing outside, chit-chatting, bullshitting about whatever. All right. Now, so do you like this color? I'm like, I love it. I told you, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's just a little bit too bright. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, sun hits at different times of the day. It might just not sit with you, you know, right. You just don't like it. That's fine. How much are you gonna charge me to repaint it?
0: <laughs> the whole I said, thing.
2: I said I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And I and I had like smoked a joint with this old man, her husband, you know what I mean? It was the yeah. whole thing.
0: Like we were in we were in, you know yeah, what I mean? Your friends. So
2: I was like, all right, yeah, I was like, all right, I'll tell you what. Whatever I charged you the first time, seventy five percent of that. That's a twenty five
0: percent discount. Very fucking reasonable. They must have right. been nice clients. That's that's a nice deal. But,
2: but oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Like they couldn't give me the fucking check quick enough. That's more work,
0: Bobby. Yeah,
2: and, I'll and, paint that motherfucker whatever color you want. If you love it, fine. I made money off of you. If not, you if you don't like it and you want me to repaint it, that's
0: more money. And I'll they'll they'll tell people whatever you want to. And they'll tell people how reasonable you were to work with, and that will probably get you yeah. maybe another job, which just means a whole other fucking you know whatever you just made. Plus twenty five percent if it's the same fucking job. Hell yeah, dude. It, the only
2: thing I had to do, the only thing I had to do that was out of the way is it was a red. It was a red color. It had red pigment in it, right? I had to go buy a bunch of. I had to get my fucking primer tinted gray to cover it up so it not the red wouldn't bleed back through. But that was the only out of out of the way expense that I had. I literally made a little bit more money off of the second time I did it, and it wasn't intentional. But I was like, look, I charged you this much to do it the first time. I'm doing it the second time at a cheaper rate because it's already got two three coats of paint on it already two more coats you know for 75 percent of that i can do that no problem
0: oh yeah and you've already done it so you kind of you know as you're running through uh what you're covering i know my way around the
2: house i already know the shortcuts and yeah Yeah. oh i
0: should have done this when i was covering this or blah 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 you know hell yeah hell yeah that's the that's the shit dude fuck that's man. why
2: i never pick colors dude you you, i'll paint that son of a bitch purple with green polka dots i don't give a fuck if you like it you like it if not i'm repainting that motherfucker and that's more money in my pocket right
0: man. the whole time you were courteous the whole time you fucking worked with yeah. them why wouldn't they want yeah. you to repaint that fucking fourth coat <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. and, and i'm not and, and i'm
2: not intentionally saying yeah it's fucking look, it looks great just so i can paint it again you know a big old barn red house it, it looked all right you know what I mean well, for, for the time and who for and three o'clock in the afternoon when I got done with it but maybe five or six o'clock in the evening when the sun's not so bright on it or whatever it looks brown or whatever the fuck when you're <laughs> you getting that orange
0: when you're getting that orange hue out of the sun at fucking four o'clock five right. o'clock yeah now it looks a little yeah. too red yeah no I feel you um, right. yeah. but that but that's why I like uh um Ah oh, fuck man. Like you were saying, you don't necessarily agree with what they're doing, but you're not you're not in it as an interior decorator to be like you're not going to like this. It's like, hey, if you're if you're sold with this, hey, I love it. I'll paint I'm I'm here to paint colors that you want. Not not fucking me tell you what I think looks good, you know? I had a late I had a lady
2: tell me one time. She said, "I want my this dining room painted the orange in this and it was like a burnt sienna color like a burnt orange like pumpkin-y kind of color yeah i want this orange in this pillow in this uh seat cushion right here to uh, i want the orange in this on my walls painted this orange so i had to take this fucking pillow like seat cushion thing to sherwin williams and this was before the little color match eye things came out that you can put in your pocket and take with you mm-hmm. right you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah Little fucking like uh film canister looking thing that you can match colors and yeah do all kinds of shit with. Yeah. All right that, that, that thing's a fucking lifesaver. But anyway, before those things, you had to take the thing, the, the match thing to Sharon Williams and they had their own little eye thing that they put the color under and matched it and done whatever, right? Yeah, for sure. I painted this fuck I painted this fucking dining room, this orange that this lady picked out in this fucking pillow to do it. A week later, four o'clock in the afternoon, she didn't like the color of the orange because the fuck, like you say, the fucking bright orangey purples in the fucking sky bleaming through. She didn't like the way it looked. She didn't like the hue that it turned, or some bullshit. I think I need to. I think we need to go earth tone, like neutral colors, like the the main color in the pat in the pattern on the pillow, and not like these intricate colors. I'm like, yeah, that was probably a, a better choice. I think. All right, let's do that. Okay, that's another another. Couple coats of paint, and that's another five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars, whatever it works out to be. Right. It's just the way. This is the way it works out. You know. I, that's why I don't pick colors because if I pick it, you're gonna be. It's your fault. I don't like it because you picked this color. You got to paint it for free now because you picked the color.
0: Yeah, like for, sure. for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. No, and that that's why on my face. That first job, man. I was like, I was like, you know, I I had kind of steered her to be like, I think, I think the gray would be less surprising, is how I said it, and. Uh, <laughs> And she fucking hits me with the, well, you told me the gray. And I said, I didn't tell, oh, dude, my face, my face was not, I've been doing this for 20 years. My face was, bitch, I fucking, I didn't tell you anything. And of course, you know, like I said, we were, we were nice enough to where the husband came out and goes, how much would it be for us to change colors? And we were like, Here's realistically what it is. He goes, "You're gonna deal with this for at least a fucking year." That's what he told her. It's like, it's like, good man. Like, you know, some of that, some of that is, you know. uh, And
2: another thing, dude. Like me and my dad used to paint these cookie cutter houses in these subdivisions and shit, right? So we had a contract with this guy to paint all these houses in this subdivision. They were flip flopped on on each side of the street. The the floor plans were whatever. Yep. Yep the 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 people buying the houses got to pick out the main colors of the house or whatever color they wanted a bedroom right three colors tops I think it was yeah so we get to this house when it's the same fucking house we painted last week just a brand new one looks just like the one over there just flip flopped right yep so we get the color like the color palette thing from the from the contractor what colors the rooms and shit are and there's just like I can't remember the name of the color but when we went to the paint store and got it mixed up when we got the fucking paint the guy the guy behind the counter when he got it mixed up and he cracked the lid on it he picked the lid up dude and it was like incredible hulk green but like neon
0: yeah
2: right like neon incredible hulk like super duper green right and it was a bedroom color so i painted the fucking bedroom this bright ass color dude and this is in myrtle beach it was bright sunny it's the whole time i'm fucking like a chinese dude trying to roll the wall because it was so bright in there right I get done Hell with it, yeah. you know, to, two coat that motherfucker. And I got, I have a thing whenever I get done with a room, like a new construction house, if I'm done with that room and it's finished, I close the door on. it.
0: Okay. They're yeah. Done.
2: I ain't got to go, I ain't got to go back in there anymore. You know what I mean? So I close the door on it and I go to the bathroom and I get the color or whatever. It's just a neutral color of something, you know? And when you close the door on that motherfucker, this is what caught my eye because when I close the door on it and I turned around and I done a thing, and I turned back around to it, dude, this whole goddamn room was glowing. You could see the green around the outside of the door when it closed around the Damn. door jam, Whenever the do- it was bright as shit. So, you know, I told my dad, I was like, "You might want to come check this color out, dude. This thing is wicked looking. Like it's Caesar inducing. You know what I mean?" It was like, like it was kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I opened the door on that motherfucker, and it was like krypton, like you say, just oh, just fucking green. He was like, "It's fucking green. That's what I like. I don't know." That's fucking ugly as shit, but whatever. And he closes the door on it and we keep moving, right? Oh yeah. A couple weeks, you we get done with the house. Like two, three weeks later, whatever, the people move in. We're working on a house, a couple streets over. We fucking GC stops by. He's like, hey man, you remember that house on whatever street, the green bedroom? And I was like, yep, I painted it. They want to change the color. I was like, yeah, fuck no shit. It's fucking, like, glowing in there. It's, like, radioactive in that motherfucker. Yeah. So the story was that it was a bedroom. It was a little boy's bedroom, like a five-year-old. Right? He was in the Incredible Hulk and superheroes, so he wanted his bedroom, Incredible Hulk green, right? Yeah. So this little boy couldn't fucking sleep at night because his damn room was so fucking bright.
0: Yeah. I imagine it's, like, the jersey above my head.
2: Yeah. So uh, they—no, it was brighter than that, dude. I'm talking about, like, neon
0: green. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on.
2: So so the boy couldn't so the little boy couldn't sleep, so they wanted to change the color of the bedroom. So I had to go in there and paint it a ne- There you go, something like that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Neon green. And just because it was so bright, it kept the little boy up and he couldn't sleep and he was irritable at night and all this kind of shit cuz his fucking room was so bright. So I had to go in and paint it a neutral color so it wouldn't trip him out and keep him up half the fucking night.
0: Tell a kid to fucking sleep in it. God damn it, I fucked my camera up
2: now. Yeah, kid, close your fucking eyes. It ain't green when you close your eyes. Go yeah, to no, sleep.
0: No shit. Um. Damn, yeah, man. Damn. Nah, the only thing I, I ever fucking painted like that was a $2 million house the guy paid for in cash. Uh, He was the fire chief of whatever fucking county I was working in. It was the only house I ever seen that he had uh, f- sprinklers installed because the insurance kept it cheap, you know. But y- your house fucking couldn't burn down. Uh, upstairs was her place. Uh, downstairs was his place. His place was a rustic-looking fucking floor, nice color cabinets with fucking, uh, you know, a gray, a nice neutral fucking gray for his, like, brown cabinets. It looked fucking sick. Every fucking person's drink.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Upstairs, same cabinet work, a gray floor, and we went pink fucking walls on every fucking wall. And then, Damn. and then, for the accent, a fucking light purple. It was tough.
2: No, I did a bathroom. Check this out. What's Okay, here, here's a, like a pre, pre-question. What's the biggest, most expensive house you've ever worked
0: on? Uh, oh shit! I'd say whether
2: whether you're working for yourself or working for somebody
0: else, just yeah. the biggest,
2: most expensive house you've ever been a part of, that uh, like you've ever worked on.
0: I'm just gonna say because of the how quality the work had to be, the chick was a billionaire, so her houses were immaculate no matter what. Like it, it like you know what i'm saying like i that sounds like a weird thing to say but she bought no, a no i get it she bought a town home that was like i don't care where the neighborhood is you're going to paint this like it's the fucking taj mahal um so like that chick i would say i would say she had a i'd say she had a 4 to 5 million dollar house she had f- okay. three furnaces three I, I believe there were three furnaces in the house um to Damn. regulate the heat throughout all of it So
2: this happened by accident, but whenever I first started working with my dad, I told you we used to sub work from a guy that had a bigger paint company than my dad did. Yeah. And we helped he, we helped him on a house. We had a kitchen and a couple bathrooms to paint in this house. And in Myrtle Beach, there's a community called called Debardot. It's French or something like Southern French, some shit, whatever.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um so the southern rednecks in Myrtle Beach called it Debbie-Doo. They just shortened it and rednecked it up and took D-Bardot and called. they call it debbie Do. Okay. But this fucking, this fucking... It's just a southern redneck lazy thing. But anyway, uh, rich big houses, like only rich people live here, right? So we show up at this fucking house and it has like courthouse columns on it. When I say courthouse columns, I mean... Three dudes stand around it with their arms bare, hugging it, fingertip to fingertip, and it'll take three dudes to get around it. You know what I mean? Like big yeah. column, how big? How like big columns? So we go in, we just started painting this fucking house. Like nine, ten foot ceilings, just fucking ridiculous. Like the cabinets in this house were almost a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And it was just a rich dude. He worked at like a, uh, he, a company he worked for, built like wiring harnesses for cars or some stupid shit. So he was a corporate big wig kind of dude. But this house was next door to Ric Flair's house. Ric Flair had a house in nice. this place in Myrtle Beach. And he had, it was right next door. I never got to see Ric Flair. I never seen him come in and out. I just Woo! saw him outside of his house next next door to the house I was painting in. But then the the coolest house that I've ever painted in was a three and a half million dollar doctor's house. Um, that had three and a half or three and a half floors. Oh. I think damn. that's what they called it. Yeah. Or three floors. It was like a sub basement like you park under it, like it was on stilts, kinda of, like a beach house kinda. Yeah. But then it had uh first floor, a second floor, and then like a th- third floor and then maybe like a Widow's Peak like uh attic space kind of deal, but it was big enough to put a weight room office computer kind of deal in it. Yeah. I mean, the crown molding in it was nineteen pieces.
0: God damn.
2: Nineteen piece crown molding. The baseboard was like twelve or ten or some crazy shit. But it had um uh, this attic space was his gym, computer office kind of deal. He was a doctor, so he had shit everywhere, right? It had an air conditioning unit in it because it didn't, it wasn't duct, the ductwork wasn't ran in the upper part of the house. So he had this wall install, air conditioner installed on the wall that looked, when we walked in the room, it looked like a picture hanging on the wall, like a big fat picture frame, right? Mm-hmm. And he reached up there and grabbed the remote for it, hit the power button, and the the picture kind of came away from the wall at the top of it and kind of leaned out. And these, like, short plastic wings came out from the side of it and started oscillating, moving back and forth and blowing cold air out of it. And it had a fucking picture of a sailboat on the front of it. So when you weren't using it, it looked like a picture hanging on the wall. But when you hit the button on it, it opened up and turned into a fucking air conditioner, like a transformer.
0: Jesus fucking
2: Christ. So the framework of this house, the center framework of it, was all I-beam steel, like nine, ten-inch steel I-beam, right? When they got the the steelwork, the center core of the house built, they had a fucking flatbed truck come in with a crane on it and pick up and lift a walk-in sub-zero refrigerator/freezer thing like a restaurant would have, right? And set it in this fucking steel framework and bolted it all down. And the plumbers came and plumbed it all up and done all this shit. But they built this fucking house around the refrigerator.
0: That's fucking sick.
2: Yeah, (coughs) It was wild. It It was the craziest fucking house I've ever worked on. 19 piece crown mold. 19 pieces of trim wood to make one fucking string of crown mold. 19 pieces.
0: Fuck that. I'm trying to... We did the paint
2: bill was over a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, hundred twenty-five
0: thousand dollars by the time we got done. Jesus,
2: the paint, the, the paint
0: bill. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. We did. A, I should ask. I should ask my my boss what he paid on this. But the guy hit some fucking stock market and worked for 3M or some shit. You know, built built a fucking house that should not right. have been built in the neighborhood but he had yeah. three fucking laundry rooms in the house. I mean, it was a big fucking house. I I don't I don't want to say 10,000 square feet, but for some reason, I mean, he had I mean, it was the biggest three three-level house I've ever fucking seen, you know.
2: This house this house had missile-rated Pella windows in it.
0: That's what's up. See that motherfucker is ready for war.
2: Like big fucking like three foot by like six, nine or six, eight foot windows, like fucking nice ones. Right. Damn. And I think it was 84 lumber or somebody like that showed up with, um, I don't know, like landscape and shit. The landscapers were outside working. they showed up with like mulch and a bunch of other shit, whatever. No, no, it was doors. I'm sorry. It was doors like big fucking huge entry door, like bedroom doors. So the guy gets the fucking uh, piggyback Moffitt forklift thing off the back of the truck, picks up these fucking windows and goes to the garage door opening, like park under thing and sets the doors in it, right? And the fucking mast on his little forklift Moffitt piggyback three-wheeled forklift thing hit the fucking house. It was brick, okay? Had been installed for a year now. It, fucking, it was one of the last things to do on the outside of the house. This motherfucking mast of this forklift. He leans in to set the pallet down, and that fucking mast hits the wall, the outside of the house, the brick, and cracks it from the bot, the base of one of those missile-rated windows, all the way down to the fucking base of the house where the stilts in the garage thing started. Right? Damn. I'm talking about a big crack, Bobby. I'm talking about a big crack, Bobby. So. The brick masons came, repaired the crack. The fucking doctor went ape shit. It was a whole thing, right? It was, he fucking raged. He fucking fired like four contractors. It was a whole thing. He fired four contractors, run a bunch of people off. But he had the brick masons come back and repair the crack, right? So they didn't think anything about sealing the window back up. Okay. And I'm talking, dude, I'm talking like a $4,000 window. And he had like 20 of them on the fucking front. Like yeah. it was a huge house, Right. Right. So the brick masons came and repaired the crack. They didn't take into account that the window had to be sealed up because the fucking brick cracked from the bottom seal, brick seal of the window all the way down to the base of the house. So when it rained, the fucking window leaked and leaked all inside the sheetrock and the fucking trim inside the house and fucked it all up. Like finished shit. Damn. My dad calls the doctor because it was one of the rooms that we had finished already because he was trying to get some internet like infrastructure shit for the hospital wired in this one room, you know what I mean, for his office or whatever. So we had to get it done first. But the windows started leaking because of this crack and uh, uh, started fucking up the inside of the house the sheetrock, the window trim, a bunch of shit. My dad calls the doctor and says, Hey, Doc, you might want to come check this out. You got a semi problem over here. I don't know what's going on, but one of these windows is leaking. So Doc shows up sees what's going on, dude, and fucking rages. I mean, flips the fuck out. Fuck he damn. calls the wind he calls the window dudes, the window guys. Has the guys the, the the big wig of the window company show up and made them take out every fucking window in that house, Bobby. I'm talking 30 to 35 windows. At All four thousand
0: dollars a pop, or at least that fucking front, that's it, it, that's almost to, a company. Uh, up
2: up yeah, up to fuck Damn. to about thirty-five, four thousand dollars a window. They were missile-rated, thick pane, like gas-filled fucking window, like nice fucking windows, right? Damn. The doc made him take every fucking window out of the house and replace them with a new, different kind of window, some other different shit that was a little cheaper than what he had in there, but. The doctor donated the fucking windows to like a World Vision Salvation Army, like,
0: okay, uh, so. donation
2: t- donation type uh, builder's center kind of lumber yard kind of deal. They get shit donated from churches and con- contractors and stuff with extra material and all this kind of shit. And they sell it at discount prices. Yeah. This doctor donated these fucking two, three, $4,000 windows, like 30 of them, to this fucking. World Vision Salvation Army Lumber Yard building material kind of store just fucking donated them.
0: Fuck that.